Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Returning to the show, we have our friend Andy Ross. Hello. How are you awesome. guys tonight? Good. Awesome. This is episode 132, HOD and Free Fall RC Podcast, Halifest. Cool. It's going to be a long name for Podbean. I'm not, I'll probably shorten that up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's uh, catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? All right, don't everyone jump in. We could let Andy go first because he hasn't been on the show in a while. Yeah. Let me go good. first. I never go first. He never goes first. <laughs> you never go first. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on, man? How you been? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, since it's been a, a, a while since I've been on the show, I'm going to go back a couple weeks. Cool. Um, I went to the uh, Dragonfly uh, Heli event uh, in North Carolina at the uh, Riverside Arrow Maulers RC Club. Man, what a great event. I had a blast. had about uh, 56 pilots, I believe, and um, just a ton of fun. They got a really nice field down there. Now, where is that? It's um, near East Bend. North Carolina, um, just outside of Winston-Salem. Okay. You're familiar with that area, kind of the middle of the state. It's uh, on a farm, and uh, so they've got uh, nice um, canopies and, and and everything built in and a nice field, nice runway for flying um, airplanes and whatnot. Nice. But then it's just almost unlimited flight area, as far as you can see, just over soybeans and and general crops so you can you're not crowded whatsoever it's a really nice place first time i had been there but i i thoroughly enjoyed it nice cool being close to winston and salem i thought it was like going to be tobacco products that you were flying over yeah it is the tobacco capital i guess salem winston all that in there (laughs) you don't want to go down and have a lipo fire I guess, right? <laughs> That'll be expensive. Nah, I think this guy had was planting soybeans, actually, while we were there. But, um, yeah, re- just a really fun event. Um, laid back, you know, kind of your typical uh, smaller event. They had the, the night lights, the construction, nice, the construction lights, lights for night mm-hmm. flying. Yeah, so that's always fun. Do you um, know what the pilot count was? Yeah, it's about, I think he said 56. Oh, that's a oh, decent size. That's not too bad. Yeah, they had a um, a multi rotor, you know, course racing course set up over on one side. Uh, a few guys were doing that, but mostly all I saw was heli pilots. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I will bury myself a little bit and tell you about my X three crash. Nice. Um, is it, is it a crash if the heli comes apart in the air? Uh, if the heli's Apart when it is on the ground, yes. Okay. I thought that was a mechanical failure, quote unquote. Yeah, it, it it was definitely a mechanical failure, but I think I traced it back to probably uh, mechanic error. Um, okay. Just just as a um, you know a public announcement for everyone, 
when you take the Jesus bowl out of the bottom, when Uh-oh. you put it back in, you really should put the nut on the bolt. Oh. Because without that nut, you get about two minutes of flying, and then the head separates from the body of the heli. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. It was hilarious. I was just flying along. Do, 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 do. Head mm-hmm. shoots up. Heli falls down. <laughs> so, luckily, the only damage I had was the servo arms. I mean, it really didn't didn't hurt anything. Didn't oh. even break the blades or anything. It's such really? a small heli. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Those Gowie X3s are like a tank. They're just, they're great to throw around. Mm-hmm. Nice. Competed in my first ever uh, any sort of flying competition, the auto rotation contest. Cool. And um, it's as big a surprise to me as anyone else, but I got first place. Get the hell out of here. Oh, awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I was I was pretty excited about that. It was just nice. kind of a laid back for fun contest, but still mm-hmm. um, flying in front of a bunch of people and everybody standing around waiting on you. I was, you know, my fingers were shaking like a leaf. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I had three good autos hit the center of the circle, um, did inverted, so I got extra points and was able to pull first place. So I was pretty tickled about that. Nice, man. Fantastic. Now, what did That's you do awesome. that with? Uh, my Protos, Protos Max. Oh, okay. The heli everyone says doesn't auto very well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's not always right. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a little heavier and it has a belted tail, but it's, you know. Well, heavy's okay. The belted tail. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna it's not gonna float like an N seven, but it, mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing and manage it correctly, it, it works fine. Yeah, but other than that, I got a um, an N five five six a couple Woo. weeks ago. I was nice. on the pre order for that sucker, mm-hmm. and I've almost got it built. Just got to finish up. Did you go YS or OS? Uh, OS fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, um, I was telling somebody, building a new kit, uh, mm-hmm. the last 20%, I think, takes 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. It goes fast, 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 get it all together, put it together, and then once you start putting electronics in and wiring and stuff, everything just grinds to a halt. It just slows down for me. Really? Yeah, I mean, trying to make everything nice, get the wires run. Yeah, yeah, the wiring portion. You know, do a good job. Right, right. The wiring portion can definitely take some time, but you don't don't install the electronics as you're building a helicopter? Well, it depends. I mean, I I throw the servos in there, but Mm -hmm. then I want to run the wires. Um, You know, I try to make it neat and keep everything clean. I like to hide everything inside the frames. Mm-hmm. And that just takes longer. And then building links sure. is a pain in the butt. And just all the little piddly stuff right on the very last seems to take the longest. Sure, yeah. But anyway, I, I've almost got it. So I should finish it up and be able to maiden it probably the end of this week, maybe. Nice. That's the plan. Cool. It's been super hot down here, guys, in Tennessee. Oh, I bet. It's, it is uh-huh. boiling uh-huh. up here. So. Oh, I bet. So I've been getting out and flying a little bit of the evenings, but gosh, after a couple flights, I'm like, screw this. I'm going back inside. (laughs) 
house. <laughs> Lucky your flying is right outside your Yeah, house. <laughs> I'm a little bit spoiled. I just uh, I run outside, get a flight, and then run back inside. Yeah. Cool down. Cool down, get some iced tea, relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then go back out, bang out another flight real quick, and then go back inside. Sure. <laughs> so you guys, I think, have had a busy weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed, we have. So, uh, you want to go next, Kevin, or? Yeah, we well, both go at the same time, probably. Well, let, well, you know, obviously we're going to talk about HOD, right? Um, but besides HOD, did you do anything hobby related this past I week? I did, man. I, uh, hooked up my new PC in the garage that I kind of built over the last, like, month to, mm-hmm. to my 3D printer and actually did a test print. I printed out another frog. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to see if the thing would actually print again, and it printed. And uh, let's see what else did I do. I uh, just been cleaning up the garage a little bit, and cool. I took I took the uh, Neo out of the aluminum case that you had, and I mm-hmm. put it in the plastic case. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty s- solid in the new plastic case, so I'm gonna probably mount it on the Oxy Four pretty soon here. Now, what do you use for that Oxy Ford? You use, I know you said 6S, and I know you've told me a million times, mm-hmm. but my wife is always telling me I don't listen and then something else. But So what do you use in that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean, as far as power system? Yeah, 6S, yeah, what, 12, 1200? 1250s and 1050 pulse packs. Um, 1050s, yeah. Okay. They're the 75C ones. They're actually, they're actually quad packs. They're like the small, um, they're not long. They're more like a squarish rectangle. Yeah. Like for yeah. the racing quads. Yeah, for the racing quads. Basically, they're the actual... Actually, these packs were made for the Goblin, um, Fireball, and the Mini Comet. Okay. Those are the packs. But they look like quad packs because they're short and, and stubby, kind of. More yeah. square. Yeah, they're more squarish. Um, but they fit perfectly, and they fit with so much room, and you can work with like where you place them for CG and stuff. That you know, I kind of like to have the packs that are a little bit taller and smaller, you know, the lengthwise at least. So. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, XT60, right? Yeah, I run XT60s, but I'm actually thinking about switching over to um, different connectors. But for now, yeah, XT60. Like when you order those, they come with XT60 on them? Uh, no, they come with nothing. They don't come with anything? Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah, you got to solder your own ends. All right. Um, if they do come with... No, yeah, yeah, no, they, they don't come with anything, yeah. So. Not like the 4s, like the 4S. Yeah, the 4S has come with XC60s, but yeah, no, not like that. But that, I okay. mean, they look like quad packs, but I think they were, I mean, they were definitely made for the Fireball Mini Comet. So, you know, for most heli folks, they usually like to use their own connectors. So most of those heli batteries don't come with connectors. Okay. Do you do anything other besides HOD? Uh, I did get a chance to work on the scale heli a little. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'll have it ready for this weekend. But uh, basically, I took all the windows out so that way I can paint them. I know I hate windows, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want no one looking in you know, with some drones. No, invasion didn't of even privacy. <laughs> no, I didn't. What is that? I know I hate windows. Oh You're yeah, a Mac guy. I am a Mac guy. I don't hate Windows. I just strongly dislike it. I hate Windows. Because I have to install it like 15 times. Uh, you have to re- reinstall Windows every like year because it gets so crappy and puffed up with crap. It's like Turnigy batteries. Bloated. <laughs> yeah, bloated. But um, 
I guess Kevin doesn't want to say anything. Um, I have nothing to say. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, let me see. What else did I do? Um, not not really on that front. Just not on the aircraft front, I guess. I mean, I've been working on my little crawler some more. You know, got the rest of the body almost done. I'm, I got my lights in, so I'm installing lights on it right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it should have lights, return signals, and stuff like that. Are you going to FPV? I am going to go FPV with it. I'm going to yeah, take cool. basically the little FPV setup I have from, what the hell is that called? From what the, the Nano QX, that one. Yeah. I have the FPV version, so I'm just going to, like, I don't fly that quad anymore, so I'm just ripped the camera out of there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on a, I'm going to put it, basically just figure out 3D print a servo mount for it. Um, so that way I can, I'm not going to do like head tracking because my my goggles don't have that set up. Yeah, just but, put it on a channel. But yeah, I'm going to put on my steering channel and just kind of limit it to like maybe, you know, about 20 degrees of travel. So that way it goes 10 degrees to the left, 10 degrees to the right. With the right. 120 field of view, I should be able to get a good amount of picture, but have but it'll be slow enough to where it's not like making me dizzy going left and right, you know? Yeah. That'll be awesome. That'll be a great way to get more exercise. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> you drive around the yard and then you flip it over, then you got to run outside, flip it back. You know, oh, I got kids for that. <laughs> I got kids Chloe! for that. <laughs> flip over the truck. Okay. <laughs> I got to tell Chloe it's a dollar every time she runs out there. <laughs> You're going to pay her a dollar? Sure. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell her she's going to charge you a dollar. So uh, besides that, <laughs> I did get my little batteries in for the night blades I want to make next, which are 40 milliamp single cell light pole batteries. So these things are pretty small. They're definitely smaller than like a they're like a size of a dime, I guess, more or less. So, cool. um, So that should be cool. And then besides that, I mean, last week was a short week. I had like Monday off, went to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then went to, you know, Thursday night I drove out to HOD. So didn't really have much time to do anything else. So let's get on to the main topic. Let's talk the about main topic. Yeah. Let's talk about HOD, kind of recap that. And then we'll kind of go into our event coming up this weekend, which would be, uh, to, you know, the day after this podcast release. And we'll kind of talk about that. So. H-O-D. First of all, I want to give huge props to Ron Riccio for organizing it. Yeah. I think this was like his third or fourth year doing it. And, you know, he definitely, like, runs the event very well. I've spoken to him about it. It is very, like, a long process that he works on almost the whole year. Definitely appreciate the work that he puts into this event. Um, and it shows, you know, when when you have the events, you know, really successful like this one was. So, yeah. Awesome job, Ron. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing it. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the people first. Let's see who, you know, the people that were there. So, you know, we have quite a list here and we'll kind of run off some of these names here. Uh so Bert Cameron came down with Kyle, Stacy. Came um, up. Or came up, yeah, from Florida. So they they drove up. We spoke about it on when you were on the show before and you know, it was awesome to definitely see them up here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, such great guys, man. Bert, yeah. I talked to real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Kyle, I got a chance to talk to, I don't know, maybe like five minutes, man. Just such a great person. Just so laid back and easy to talk to. And really nice guy, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Kyle Dahl came. I think this was his first HOD. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to go up to him and say thanks for coming on the show. I wanted to, but uh, 
I was only down there for one day. I should probably mention that. I only came down on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, of course, Rob and Devin McClellan was there. Um, our friend Mike Longo was there. Yep. Uh, let's see. Who else? Rob Winter and Alex Winter. Um, I, Rob actually brought his whole family, I believe. So, yeah. Rob, Alex, uh, you know, his wife. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually meet, you know, their family itself. But, yeah, Paul, I forgot his last name, but he was uh, he was there just kicking ass, flying uh what was he flying? A T-Rex in the Oxys? Yeah. And he flies with uh, Rob and Andrew um, Lotch out in Long Island. Yep. Yeah. Paul was a nice dude. He came up to us. That was the guy that borrowed the Oxy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or needed yeah. some Oxy help. Um, yeah. Nice guy, man. Uh, I got a chance to actually help somebody for mm-hmm. the first time in, in a while <laughs> with something other than a plane. Yeah, it was cool because uh, nice. we, were, we were talking back and forth for a bit about the oxys and then he needed a couple parts that i had i had all my spares with me and you know i was just like yeah take whatever you need you know and then he's well i well i went out to fly i put my 255 together there i needed a i had just gotten a couple pieces in that friday so i threw it in the jeep and down to you know the event i go on saturday and i fixed it at the field which i don't like doing but i had no choice yeah yeah, so I went out to, like, remade that after it was all together, and he was like, you know, can you do me a favor for your last minute? You know, can you put on the the V-bar analyzer? And because he said he was getting some kind of weird spike, uh, vibration spike. So mm-hmm. I put it on, and I was getting the exact same thing, and I was just going through my normal, you know, two, three maneuvers. And, and he was like, uh, oh, you're getting the same thing. He goes, oh, then I'm not worried about it now. He goes, I was all worried and trying to fix that and... You know, I saw him later, and I tell you, dude, I've heard this story a billion times. But when when it happens to you, when you help out a guy, and I only I gave him a couple of screws, you know, I really didn't help him that much, but I, you know, I mm-hmm. helped him out, and then I helped him out with the with the, he could see what I was doing while I was flying type of thing. And um, when you see a guy come back off the field, man, and he's got that big smile on his face, no matter what he's flying, it was it was just super cool to see that, you know? Yeah, man, for sure. And it was it was it was cool, man. Good, good dude, man. Awesome. So yeah. sorry, man. I didn't want to interrupt the list, but I had that. No, no, it's cool. It's, it's it's cool. Like, yeah. If if you have a story with anyone, we talk about definitely. Okay, so let's see who else was there. Uh, the Telerotor guys were there. So uh, yep. Robert Monty, Mike DiPaolo, and Michael Shaggy Parker was there. Uh, let's yep. see our friend uh, Charlie Crespo Senior, uh, the Ninjas, Joe and Travis Reyes. Uh, let's see, Bill Anthony and his friend Dave DiLorenzo came by. Ron Riccio and, and his daughter Maddie was there. And I remember um, across from their camper was Nate. I didn't catch his last name, but he was there. Uh, Maynard showed up so Maynard. with um, Rob Negri. Yes, my favorite Negri. <laughs> Saw him. Uh, Derek Jenkins was there. I want to go up and say, what's up, my Negri? You should. He's a cool well, guy. He'll probably yeah, punch you in the face or he'll give you uh, a high five. You know, one of the two. <laughs> I'm in the process of having dental work done, so you might as well swing away. <laughs> Just add it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so Derek Chekis came, you know, showed up with uh, with his friend, or they always show up together, these fun lights, uh, Drew Robinson. And guess what Drew had? Beer? No. Helicopter. He had- Yes, but what kind of helicopter? Let's see if you can guess, Andy. What kind of helicopter did Drew Robinson have? Uh, hmm. I don't think I know him, so I haven't a clue. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had uh, a Goblin Black 
Thunder T. Ooh, and the only okay. reason I say that is, you know, um, he used to be Team Synergy. That's why. So, oh. yeah, he's the you know he's the one that um, um, Robin Devin bought a lot of their like seven six six and then sevens from. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see, Dan Murnane. Mr. AKA, I get 100 flights a day on my Nitro. <laughs> and, you know, he did live up to that name. He was out there flying, like, I don't know, just constantly, consistently through the day and night. A lot of night flying. That kid is freaking good. Like, his style yeah, of flying, I, I do, I like his uh, style of flying. And it's very um, Southern South Carolina boys type, like, heli. Um, RCHO type of flying. Yeah, I was going to say, I, um, he was at the, the event I was at, and mm-hmm. I've met him a few times down at RCHO. Yeah. Um, fly at night, he can almost fly in the dark without any lights. I don't know how, but I think he just uses the force or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's really good. The yeah. force. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was awesome. Let's see who else. Uh, Josh Goudreau. So Amen was there. So let's talk about Amen. So gosh, uh, Josh Goudreau, Andrew Merlino, which is, dude, that kid scares me how good he is. And I'm, how- I'm going to save some of my comments for the flying section, dude, for Amen, guys. For Andrew? I don't really know yeah, any yeah, yeah. of those guys, but okay. I watched a few flights, and yeah, they are super impressive to watch. Yes, yes. Jason Bell. You know, Mr. A-Main Heli guy himself. Uh, Leon Luke was there. And then the A-Main team manager, Frank. I, I don't recall Frank's last name, so sorry. Uh, let's see. From Mikado, we had uh, Ron Thomas Jr. He's like the tech specialist from Mikado. Uh, from our from local guys from Brooklyn, we had Kevin Dover and his friend. I think it was Edwin. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I met those guys. I, I think I have. I think I met Kevin. You probably know Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. If you listen to this, sorry, but I, I you look like Jordy LaForge to me. He, he looks just like Jordy LaForge. It's so funny. <laughs> but anyways, um, who else was there? Gawi from Gawi. There was uh, Mike Lewandowski. He was there. You know, hanging out for a good drill, throwing out some crazy flights. That what was that that guy from the Mikado guy. What was that guy's name? Flying that logo six hundred. Was it Brandon? We talking Brandon. Yeah, and I got a chance to ask him about my one-way bearing mm-hmm. and it was funny because he had brought it up that he was having problems with his one-way bearing and both came to the well he had come to the realization that you have to replace that crown piece that kind of spans the you know the motor shaft and has a little bearing in it and the main shaft that has a bearing in it and he was saying how you know that main shaft bearing will act that the one-way bearing slides into that bearing actually will get screwed up and and uh is exactly what we found you know, a week prior that it got notchy and I needed to replace it. And Okay. Yeah. But great guy, man. I, I spent a while talking to him. Really good dude. Good pilot, too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who uh, who else was there? Um, my team so, manager, Uncle Ron. Ron Corris Jr. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Gave, him, was, gave him a big hug as soon as I showed up. He was like the first guy I saw. From the hooligans, Ed Johnson. Yep. Yeah, yep. he was there. Uh, his friend Greg Baruto was there. Baruto? Baruto? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Uh, the Diamante, so, uh, Dolores and Mike and Chris, and of course, Orman 3D, uh, was there too. Phil oh, Goodwin. Yeah, Phil, right, yep. Yeah. And, uh, Shannon, Shannon and Caleb Turner, they were both there providing parts 
definitely was good that he was there because I needed, <laughs> I need that, you know, uh, fun fly hobby shop available. And we'll go into that a little later. Yeah, dude, I went up and talked to Shannon real quick and he was like, Oh, I want you to meet my son, Caleb. Come over here. Um, and mm-hmm. I shook his hand and I was like, Oh my God, I don't even have a grip like that. That kid's <laughs> death grip, man. I was like, wow. One thing I did notice, I mean, aside from that joking around and everything, uh, Shannon's a really decent dude, stand up guy. And you can see the father, father son thing going on where, you know, he's really instilling into Caleb how to be a, a, a good guy, good citizen, man, and everything. It's just, yeah, it's really awesome to see. You can see that, you know, yes. and both of those guys are, are great guys, man. Yeah, yeah. totally. I agree. Yes. Mm hmm. For sure. Uh, let's see who else was there. I spent some time talking to old man 3D for a little while, Phil. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also Charles, I spoke to for a while, man. We hung out. Uh, yep. just cause it was so damn hot. Oh, yeah, Charles. Charles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charles was there. Yep. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Matt and Chad Graham. They were, they showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see Matt. Yep. Yeah. And Matt was throwing down with his little blade. 180 CFX trio. Like, it was pretty crazy. Nice. Ah, uh, man. I know I'm probably forgetting a couple of names. So sorry if you're there and we didn't mention you. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good turnout though. You know, definitely, definitely a lot of awesome pilots, man. Really good flying. So, Dude, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Disgustingly seriously. good for flying, mm-hmm. man. At one point I was like, I think the dog is a better pilot than me at this point. <laughs> I saw so many, like, I was like, I think I'm the worst pilot here. Uh, I mean, but it was just, dude, there were so many good pilots. Just nonstop. It amazes me. I mean, we should go right into the flying because yeah, I spent time talking to Shaggy for a while, and Shaggy's a good dude, man. And mm-hmm. uh we we had run into each other, I think, once before up at Robert's event or maybe uh, no, probably uh Spring Fling, Fling or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, we never sat down and talked to each other, and, man, really decent guy but yep. holy cow dude he could fly the crap out of that what he had a 500 goblin he was flying mm-hmm. with, yep, the, USA with the american flag yeah scheme yep. on it dude just impressive impressive flights on a lot yeah. of these guys and and i was like wow man <laughs> just it's amazing man it's it's like that at every event it seems yeah. like yeah. I fly by myself, so I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm getting pretty good. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can do, look, what all I can do. And then I go to the vent, and I'm like, ah, I don't even want to get my stuff out of the truck. It's like, <laughs> I suck. It's yeah. like going to a, it's like going to a, going away for business, and you go to the Holiday Inn, and you're feeling all good, and then you walk by that full-size mirror in the bathroom, and you're like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm so yeah, That's how shoot. I am with flying. I'm like, hey, I'm doing good. And I you know, as soon as I step out of the truck and people are out there throwing down, I'm like, oh, shit, I suck. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right? I still went out and got, I got a bunch of flights in. I, I was surprised that I got as many in as I did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was just, I was like, wow, just super impressive, man. These guys are yeah. just ridiculous. Amazing, man. amazing, amazing. Like, it's, and there's just so many folks that are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like I, somebody was saying a couple podcasts ago how, you know, it was just a couple of guys that were, you'd go out mm-hmm. to Fun Fly and they were really good. Now everybody is like really Everyone. good. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. One, one's better than the next. It just gets yeah. better and better. Right. Yeah, it's insane. Let's see here. So, yeah, let's talk about the flying. So, first of all, 
Bert, uh, he keeps on saying, oh, man, you know, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Screw that. Bert threw down. He Dude. froze down. Yeah. It's misdirection. Yeah, I guess like, so. I'm getting old. I'm no good. I guess he so. Throws down. It's, it's Bert freaking Asadi, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he was freaking killing it, man. At, at one point, I was like, "Is Tarek here?" Yeah, <laughs> amazing, dude. amazing, and I, unbelievable. I just, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, it's just I don't know. He's so good. <laughs> I love it because he's not 19, uh-huh. and he'll admit it. And he's still throwing down like big time, like, big time. I don't want to hear this. Oh, my reaction time isn't what it used to be. No. I don't care, dude. He is still whipping that thing around. Uh, that was nuts. It's like he's not even trying. He's just that's just his normal way, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, wow. Man. The the things. Oh man, and yeah, he, he had was impressive beating the, he was beating the crap out of the Goblin Seven Seventy Sport. And I was like, it was only on a 12S setup, wasn't anything super crazy. Like, and that thing was booking. It was nice. I was, uh, I was like, damn, I almost want to get one of these damn 770s. And I kind of want to like stay away from the big, big, you know, like the anything bigger than 700 these days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he threw down. Of course, Kyle Stacey, you know, every flight, every time that guy touches a heli, that thing looks magical, you know? Yeah. Um, Kyle Dahl, too. <sighs> You know, he had his Logo 690SX there, and he was just killing it. He had two. He had one, like, with the um, the tail boom cover. Yeah, and they had uh, one with, like, an alarm one. canopy, right, or something? No. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like a blue canopy. On it's it. a blue silver canopy, but it, it was the Logo canopy, wasn't it? A yeah, line but canopy? It, I mean, it looked like a, wow. a line color. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm not even a line colors. color. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've seen that. A, lines like blue, yellow, and red, yeah. like blue, yellow. Yeah, and red. Like there's always red in their canopy. I don't know. I've seen. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> unless unless you talk about the 550x, so the, the 550x they come with like a blue yeah, and the one that you silver had. or something. No, yeah. I never had that. You never had a 550x with from the blue? line? No. Well, you had the blade 550. Yeah, but that's a different brand. All right, dude. did it have a canopy on it? Was it, it did. Blue? No, All it right. wasn't. It was green. It was blue. No, it was green. All right. <laughs> the 550X canopy was green and white. <laughs> All right. Well, close enough. It was in the blue Oh, range. my God. You're Kevin, are, are you getting dementia? What's going on over there? Yeah. Hey, hey, have you seen that commercial where the guy <laughs> talks about his secret friends and stuff like that? And he has he has Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or, some, or, Alzheimer's or some shit. No. My wife and I were watching TV, and he's yeah, he's seeing like visions and hallucinations, and I was like, man, I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> like that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> but uh, anyway, maybe I am so, having dementia. Yeah, 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 probably. Um, <laughs> everyone threw down. Gudra was throwing down. Uh, freaking Merlino, man. So you want to talk about the A main guys? Let's talk about the A main guys. Um, they all are amazing pilots. Really, really amazing pilots. Yeah, I sat behind them on the picnic tables mm-hmm. during one of the flights on Saturday, probably between like two and four p.m. And I don't know, I don't know any of the guys like by name. It was mm-hmm. a, a kid with like black curly hair, you know, sort of. Unless you're going to tell me there's no team member with black hair, they're all blonde or something or brown or slightly blue. I don't know. <laughs> 
But this was he kid, tall? And, was he kind of tall and skinny? Yeah, that's Andrew Molina. Yeah, dude, he was throwing down so bad, and he at one point was doing hurricanes and buried that helicopter in the weeds mm-hmm. to where I heard somebody two stations down yelling out, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how impressive that flight was. It was ridiculous, man, and they're so fast. Like they are so quick. Yeah. Now I wonder if these guys fly uh nitro planes too, like the big stuff. Because this in the speed that they run these things at, it it reminded remember when we were at Flight Fest and we saw that, that one dude do the uh noontime demo with that big you know, nitro plane? Like that was the speed the same speed that uh, the these helicopters were going. I mean, it was just like that quick and that responsive, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if these guys fly planes too, or if they're allowed to even talk about it. I don't know. I'm sure with with being at A main there they can though. I mean they're on they're on the heli team, so I mean they probably I'm sure they've flown planes. But yeah. I don't know if they're like they bother with the planes anymore because these these guys are like insanely good and you know, you have to be flying helicopters like primarily, you know, like to get to that level. Well you know how Kyle Stacy will fly a three D plane in uh He's pretty damn good at it. Don't those A-Main guys go to a lot of events, too? They stay pretty oh, yeah. busy through the summer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Representing, um, yeah. Yeah. I want to. I actually want to get Jason Bell on the show because, yeah, he kind of manages the – Not he doesn't manage the team. We'll, we'll get Frank on the show for that. But he uh, manages, like, the, the A-Main heli portion of A-Main, mm-hmm. probably. So, so I'd love to get him on the talk, show and talk about that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Merlino's sick. He that kid. I don't even know how old he is. I don't know. He he looks, you know, really young to me. But him and and you know Goodrow too and Jason Bell. I mean, they all throw down so damn crazy hard. Like it's it's I don't know. It's very impressive. They they yeah. do have definitely have a an amazing team. Um, Andrew Lodge, man, that that kid flies a lot. He put in a lot of flights. He's you know he's definitely flying. Um, a lot harder, a lot lower. Oh, yeah. talk about someone flying low, Devin, dude. Devin was flying super low with that seven six six. Oh yeah, yeah. There was one time he was doing a vegetation challenge, and I thought, I thought that tail was gonna bury itself. Like <laughs> it was on the ground, and he's doing half pirouettes, like the the half pirouettes I do, right? Like the half pirouette pop stall tail slide, half pirouette stall. Yeah, that. Oh my god, he was doing those and he was just like I thought the tail was scraping the grass. It was so he was so low that I saw I saw Rob like easy, easy uh, 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 cringing, cringing next to me. <laughs> cringing. His dad was cringing because he was like, Oh, he's gonna crash, oh, he's gonna crash. I'm like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lower, lower <laughs> No, but uh oh dude, it was impressive. Yeah, yeah. Devin's gotten a lot better and he's He's getting a lot more comfortable and lower, which is nice. Yeah, dude. And what did I say last podcast? Uh, if he flies like he did when we were together the previous weekend at HOD, man, somebody's going to take notice. They did take notice. They called him out to do the auto rotation contest. Well, they call everyone out to do the auto rotation contest. No, but Kyle Dahl called him out, said you're going to be in the uh, auto rotation contest. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I saw him palling around with the A-man guys for a little bit, too, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's dude. He's getting really good too, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. And we got a chance to watch Caleb fly for a little bit. Oh yeah, I've I watched Caleb 
take several flights that weekend. Holy cow. Yeah. Check out the video Bill just released today. So Tuesday, he just released it of him flying the 700X, um, the line. <laughs> and okay. it's so funny because, I mean, uh, it's going to give it away, but at one point I was like, you know, because I was taking pictures and, and the whole reason I, I wanted to, um, like, Caleb, next time you go flying, let me take some pictures. I want to take, like, multiple shots, um, you know, as you do whatever favorite moves you want to do. And he's like, okay, I want to do some, I like doing pure flips. All right, cool. And he's doing pictures, you know, I was taking pictures as he's doing pure flips. And then I'm like, do big overspeed. And he did. <laughs> and that was the end of that this. flight. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he did a huge overspeed. Huge. Like that thing was going to blow up and it stripped the gear. <laughs> yeah. Shannon <laughs> described it as he was testing the integrity of the tail gears and found yes. the failure point. Yes. Find <laughs> find a point of failure for sure. Yes. Uh, he's like, it. what? And then boop. It was like, oh, yep, you lost tail gear, and he saved it. Yeah, so. that was a pretty awesome save too, man. Yeah, yeah, because that thing was wobbling like crazy, right? Yeah, like it when was it first over. stripped out when when he oversped, it was like it was like wobbling, like he was almost doing it on, almost doing it on purpose. But then you know, throttle hold, and he landed it safely, no issues. Phil was throwing down too, man. He did a night flight for the first time, or well, I guess first time with the Goblin three eighty, and it looked good. So he was doing really well. Um, just everyone. Everyone who flew, I was just like, damn. Well, what did Phil fly up at Rochester last year that had the light show on it? Was that the 380 or was that 420? Or? No, he had a 600 Nitro that he rigged up with um, his own kind of um, synchronized light to music setup. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a goblin that Phil had. What? Oh, it might have been a 630. might have been a 630. That's what it was. He has a six or five hundred. He has he has one midsize. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't a seven hundred and it wasn't a three eighty. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's a Goblin six thirty competition. You know, there was the crazy flying, of course, and then at nighttime there was crazy nighttime flying, and then late night flying, there was some crazy flying with Kyle Dahl and some fireworks. So that's interesting, and I'm sure. I mean, Bill. I wasn't actually by on that side. I was kind of hanging out with Goudreau and and Molino and uh, Mike Lewandowski. Oh, which I didn't mention. Mike Lewandowski was there. Uh, oh no, I did mention Mike. Yeah. But um, and you know, I was kind of hanging with those guys down the flight line, and like I just look left, and they're like fountains, fireworks, and sparklers, and all this shit going up, <laughs> and I just see, you know, uh, what was it like? I guess sparklers on the. On the skids, sticking out of the skids on on uh, Kyle's uh, logo, and he's just doing tailed off funnels around the fountain. So it was, it was just a show. It was crazy. Nice, uh, but it was cool stuff. So obviously, with great flying comes great crashes. So let's talk about some of that stuff. Well, right off the bat, off the top of the page, I'm so excited that uh-huh. I did not crash anything. We're talking about crashes, not not crashing. You I fail. Anti crash. <laughs> I'm the top of the list, dude. Nice, nice. Oh no, you did good. Your fly is definitely getting cleaner and better too. And you're, it looks like you're. It looks like you're getting more comfortable flying at um, at fun flies. You know. Oh, I, I just don't give a shit <laughs> with the oxy. I just did not care at all. I was just, yeah, but you're right. I am. I'm getting more comfortable flying in the box. Mm-hmm. But dude, thanks so much for helping me out. I know it wasn't, you know, much and I didn't do much, but 
you really opened my mind up a little bit as to, you know, cause I'm kind of getting plateauing and stagnant and I'm, I know what, what, I know what you were saying and, and helping me a little bit. And even though I didn't do it, you know, you made me, made me think of what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, thanks for helping me there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, uh, yeah, go right into the crashes, dude. Yeah. So I'm going to say this was the crash of the event. This gets the crash award of HOD 2018. Dude, this is like crash of the year for me. Yeah, yeah, possibly, for sure. Possibly. I mean, the year is still young, but I think so. I yeah. think it's it's up there, top three, if not top. I have an idea what you're doing. I saw some videos. Yeah, so it's, it's all over the Hangout already, but our very <laughs> own Kyle Stacey was doing some autos, and, you know, it was I think it was like the... The auto, like the last of the auto rotation contest was those three of them. It was, uh, I think, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Dawn, maybe, um, I want to say it was, uh, Jason, Jason Bell, Bell. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, <laughs> Kyle does this crazy, he goes super high, super high, shuts the motor off. It's completely knife edge, nose down. You know, Andy, you said it before uh, off, off the air, terminal velocity. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Terminal velocity and into the ground. That's it. Just knife edge. You know, we, we do have footage. I think Bill was taking good footage and he, we're kind of going through it frame by frame. And you do notice at the last second, he did try to pull out. But I'm talking about this was like too the little, nose. Too late. Up, yeah, no, no, not even like too late. Like the nose was already like. On the top of the weeds, and then you see the helicopter try to pull out, and it's at that point at 100 and whatever 60, 160 miles per hour per you know what is it mile per feet per whatever square whatever terminal velocity is, he hit that thing and it hit the ground at that speed. It just was, it was like everyone, and the best part about it is. Kyle Stacey turns around and he just has that, oh, look, like, what did I I just do? Oh, That was the best. That was the best because I even said it's great that the best pilot in the world actually has the same look on his face that I have on my face when I plow something in like that. (laughs) Yeah, when it plows it that hard. Yeah. That was that was nuts, dude. Yeah, I watched, yeah. I I, I kind of catch crashes every now and then, but that because it was the auto rotation contest, I was watching the entire flight. Mm-hmm. And when he went up that high, and dude, everybody just watched that. He just plowed it in. The the wow. video I saw didn't have very good audio. How was the sound? Was it a good thunk? It was a good thump, but you know, it wasn't like it was just like it was really quick. It was like that was it. Because Nothing. he wasn't, yeah, he really wasn't making any noises like he was trying to pull up or, you know, it wasn't yeah. like, boom. It was just like, anything yeah, it was just pull up or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, yeah. The, the devastation, man. He broke the frame in three parts. So let's go over the damage list. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things is like, you know, we kind of walked back and we're looking at it and he's looking at it and Bert's looking at it. And, you know, he, so as far as we can tell, Airframe, gone. Battery pack, gone. He had an X Nova Legend motor in there. Gone. Legend, meaning custom made for him. How did it destroy the motor? The, the motor <laughs> mount got bent into the motor. Oh, the pinion yeah. got shoved into the, the shaft where the motor <laughs> shaft went through the top of the motor. 
Like it dented the top of the motor. Ugh. I've never seen the motor mount like curl up like fingers around the motor, but that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. The, the Black Thunder Sport has like a, you know, like the competition motor mount, right? It just has like the silver mount of like, you know, like the fins coming out the front. Not like the, the tall black ones, but just like, you know, normal, like kind of little fins. All of them were curled into the motor. <laughs> Boom broke off. Um, It was still kind of held on by the belt and the lower bolts, but the nylon bolts broke. Um, The boom actually didn't look too bad because he came in on the nose. Yeah. Um, the head didn't look too bad either. Obviously, both blades are broken. The canopy is gone. Um, the battery had a hole in it, I think, from the motor shaft. Yeah, but the battery didn't light up because the battery was completely dead. It was completely <laughs> dead. He couldn't even pull out of it if he wanted to. He couldn't bail out nothing. That thing was dead. So, oh, was that what it was? Okay. Maybe the battery so dead that his BC didn't even work. I don't know. But that thing was just nothing left. <laughs> He was like, look at it, and Bert's looking at it, and he's like, yep, this is a re-kit. Bert's like, wait, that's more than a re-kit. <laughs> ESE, done. Hobby Wing 160, done. Like, everything. <laughs> yeah, that was spectacular, man. It was. It was spectacular. And I did see the servos that he had on there where the, the ones that were working on it were all taped up. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to see the duct tape. Uh-huh. And it was funny because I went to Bert, and I was like, I kind of nudged him on the, you know, his arm. I was like. I hope. This, what do you think? Do you think the servo survived? He's like, they better. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, no, it was it was cool, man. Um, that was seriously the crash of the year. Um, you know, I, the year's young, so who knows? But whew, that thing went in hard. I I've yeah. never seen like I've seen helis go in, and you know, but not like this. Not like zero. I don't think I've ever seen a motor destroyed. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to destroy the motor. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, whose crash did you have on video that when we were playing it back, it looked like um, Phantom Menace, the pod racing? Yeah, yeah, I'll go into that. <laughs> that just snapped into my head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, I'll go into that. Um, so, let's see who else. So, we'll talk about Kyle Dahl. He he did crash um, the the blue and silver logo 690SX. Not the Oh, with the Align canopy on it? <laughs> that one yeah i didn't yeah, see him he, crash that he crashed that one been. he was he was uh cutting grass cutting grass okay. cutting grass cutting grass and then he was cutting dirt and then it balled up so so oh, that geez. one is uh i don't think he crashed the other one i think that one um scaved out uh let's see i crashed so so the event you know uh i only had my two goblins and i was like oh, i need something small to fly so i was like let me let me call in a favor. So I went to Charlie. I was like, Charlie, you have, how many uh, fireballs do you have? He puts up four fingers, you know, four. And it says four. And then I was like, oh, cool. How many did you bring with you today? He puts up four fingers and says four. <laughs> so I was like, How many so, would you like to take home with you? <laughs> I was like, dude, let me borrow one. Like, let me borrow one for the weekend. I'll, you know, he's like, oh, I have one that I won from the Hangouts that Bert built himself. I was like, cool. You know? Okay. And I was like, you know, he's like, it does have a Neo, but it has everything else. I was like, perfect. I got a Neo. I'll put a Neo in there and get it set up and fly. So I did. And he was like, oh, no, no, give me those Thunderbolt blades on it. I'm going to give you some switch blades. Cool. So I put switch on there. And, I, and I'm like, I fly the first day. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to get used to this helicopter. It's definitely different than what I'm used to flying. But, you know, it's cool. The next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to fly it tomorrow. And I'm like, in the morning when I fly it. And then I crash it. I'm like, whoops. 
okay, I crashed it. You know, kind of lost. I kind of lost it because you know I was running at the crazy five thousand head speed and kind of got away from me. You know, and I hit throttle hold and came down. I broke one blade and you know, like uh, I don't know, a link or something, a DFC link or something. You know, nothing, nothing major. Uh, Shannon had all the parts, so I was like, okay, cool. Went to Shannon, bought the parts, got it fixed. Went back out flying, and then crashed it again. And this time, I drove it in. I, <laughs> I was. Oof. So what I was doing is, you know, there's there's this move that a lot of a lot of good pilots do, and you do like a half piro, and you kind of quickly push the heli down, and you collective stop it, pop it back up, push it down, you know, and stop it real quick, collective stop. So it kind of looks like you're forcing it to the ground, stop, pop it up in the air, force it to the ground, stop. And I was doing that, and I kind of got one or two, one or two like flips down, and then I was doing it, and I was inverted, and I was pushing the helicopter down, so giving it positive. And then it went in. <laughs> now this was bad. Like I broke, I broke the blades, full spread head the blades. Speed. Yeah, full head speed of five thousand. Broke the blades, spent the oh, spindle. Uh, broke all three servo horns. Jeez. What else did I break? Uh, tail boom popped off. Uh, broke. You know, the tail boom popped off. I broke the little like grounding wire, whatever it was there. Um, tail fin, tail blades you know yeah, i did a pretty good job you know on it landing skids but you know and, I, and i'm like okay i'm like Ooh, this was now crashing this is not even my helicopter i'm like all right all right i'm gonna fix it and i fixed it and i was like okay charlie here's your heli back i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna crash it again it's like you know two times in like five minutes i'm okay here we go it's, it's yours <laughs> it's back but let's talk about <clears throat> the crash that you're talking about kevin so yeah. I have on video, which I'm going to post, and it'll probably be out by the time this podcast release, or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put it out Friday so you can, so it'll be kind of, um, you can listen to the show and also see the crash. So I have two of these crashes on, on video, um, from Josh Gudra. So, you know, I've been, I've been talking to God, Josh and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know what's going on, man, but I've crashed so many fucking times this uh, year. He, you know, it's like it's. He's like, I, he barely crashed last year, and and at this event, he's like, within four days of flying, I've crashed eight helicopters, and Jeez. three three days is from spring fling, where he crashed, I guess, six helis, <laughs> and then one day at HOD, he crashed two helicopters. So he was like, eight helicopters. I was like, he's like, I need to sim, blah blah. blah. Like, I need to kind of get back to basics because this is ridiculous, but. He he was flying the Oxy Four with while Lewandowski was flying the Gawi X Three, and it was funny because at first it was just like we're gonna tandem flight at night, and then it became a four fifty combat. Oh jeez! Lewandowski was doing big loops with his X Three, and Goudreau was doing huge hurricanes with his Oxy Four, and they wouldn't they couldn't they couldn't <laughs> uh-huh. hit. They tried to hit, they couldn't hit. You know, oh boy. so whatever. And then all I know is I'm following Lewandowski, you know, doing some big loops. And all of a sudden, I just I, I, I hear this heli crashing his Oxy 4, Gujo's Oxy 4. And it was just a debris field from the right all the way to the left. You just saw and just pieces as like the helicopter was whole, became less and less and less. Yeah. <laughs> Tail was chopped off. Canopy popped off. You know, like landing skids broken. Oh, actually, the landing skids popped off. The bottom plate was broken, but the landing skids popped off and they were okay. But yeah, it blades broken, obviously, you know. Um, and he did a quite a number on it. And and the funny thing is, is he was, he was kind of like 
boasting about like, oh man, the Oxy crashes so well. And you hear the video, he's like, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. Uh, and then Lewandowski was like, you know, we're like, yeah, hover over him, blah, 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 right? Like, you know, hover over him and stuff over the crash. And he's, you know, hovering, 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 and then just piles it in and inverted it just, and just balls <laughs> his X-ray up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but Gujarat also was, during the daytime, was flying his Synergy N7. And he was like, you know, doing crazy, exciting flight as usual. Um, and then he just like, he kind of popped it like, um, I don't know, like nose in, but popped it back and then went to go do like a nose down TikTok and just dug the front blades in and psh, that was it. That balled up. And, and then I believe he crashed his black nitro that night, uh, that day too. Or no, no, I think he had problems with the motor. That's what it was or the pipe or something. This one crash I want to mention is not a spectacular crash, but the the length of turmoil i'll say that this person had to go through was um quite interesting mike longa loses radio signal on his helicopter and you know is that, that what happened yeah yeah he had a lockout okay. right oh, so geez. that that sucks right off the bat you know because now you're like fuck my radio like locked out i lost signal great his helicopter just rolls over and goes into the cattails, to the weeds, right? It's the back left corner and, and crashes. And and then, you know, so he goes out there, looks for it. Can't find it. Okay. You know, more people are like, oh, shit. Okay, let's help him out. So a whole bunch of them. Charlie, myself, Devin, um, Andrew Lodge, uh, Chris Diamante. It's like probably had almost total like, you know, throughout the, the weekend because it was a whole day that he that helicopter was lost. Was helping. It was like Friday, right? Yeah, it was Friday. And like that whole day, Friday, just helping him looking, 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 you know, doing like we're getting pieces of plywood so we could like push down the cattail so we could like, you know, walk in there. And people are getting scratched up and nicked up and cut by these cattails. They're like bamboo sticks, you know, shards just sticking out of the ground. So people are getting, you know, actually like caught up from this stuff, you know, and, you know, Bill Anthony is driving, flying his drone, his Phantom 3 Pro, I think he has. And I'm flying my DJI Spark around trying to find this thing. You know, we're looking, we're looking. Everyone, I mean, we had literally like a third of the freaking fun fly going to those cattails looking for his damn heli. Now, let me ask you, is it like swampland? Is it like water back there? Normally is it, it is, but it all it was all dried up. Oh, there was okay. No, there okay. Was no, the, the soil was pretty hard. Um, there was no like, you know, soft spots that we had to really worry about. It was just, it was just really, it was like dry, hard t- cattails. And so it was really difficult to navigate through there because once you got in there, you, you were kind of lost because, you know, everything is above your head. Like you have no reference, right? There's no point of yeah. reference. So, so it was kind of hard. And so, you know, his uh, T-Rex 550E or whatever it is. I think it's an E, you know, um, which he has four of and he loses one for a day and a half. And so, yeah, at the end of at the end of like mid to late or mid, mid Saturday, I guess, midday Saturday, he, you know, he goes in there and he a- and actually finds it. So. so refresh my memory, dude. He uses a Beast X and that uses AR a separate. AR-7200. 
AR7200 beats decks, right? The old school AR7200. He runs the extra satellite, so it's not like he's just running the two antennas off the built-in receiver. He runs an external DSMX satellite. But the problem is, is he's using DSM2 protocol. That okay. protocol oh, yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Even if he they had... Made, this, yeah, they made DSMX for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> DSM2 yeah. sucked. Yeah. He is, yep. Even though he's running DSMX satellites and the AR7200 can run DSMX at 11 milliseconds, he's running DSM2 because that's what that DX6i can do. That's a version 1 yeah. DX6i. Yeah, and at a fun fly, dude, I've had problems... Like when I went to Flight Fest a few times. Well, Flight Fest is an animal of its own. Like that is yeah, just huge still, amount of uh, radio interference. But you can you can get a the new DX6 or even a seven. They're not very expensive. Yeah, couple hundred dollars. Or yeah, maybe it's got, less like, than it's, that. It's one ninety nine for a DX6. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, like, you could get one for a hundred bucks. Yeah, seven or an eight or yeah, easily even the new six. Yeah, exactly, and. You know, maybe, and you know, if you if you had some extra money, then you spend a little more money, and you get yourself a DX9 because you can buy a new DX, not a new one, but use DX9, the you know, newer version, for for a couple hundred bucks, like two hundred bucks these days. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, that was that was that was pretty crazy. I couldn't believe he couldn't find it for so long too. Like especially when you you know you crash, you kind of know where your heli goes in, right? Like yeah. you have a, a an idea. He was probably more angry that he crashed or had a lockout. To pay attention to exactly did where he that throw the transmitter at. down? No, he didn't. I wish he did and broke it. <laughs> <laughs> I was maybe he should. <laughs> uh, dude, I've seen I don't guys know, dude. Do that. I, I've been, I've had that happen to me where I was like, just you're in a mindset like I have to do this, I have to find this, or I have to you know get this done before I can do something else. But I mean, when we had the guy lose his jet that time at the field, and you know, I think you actually recorded it, Steve, and we played it back and. You know, we, we looked for it for like an hour and then I watched the recording and I kept searching. I, I knew I'd eventually find it, but yeah. you just, it's going to take some time to do, you know? Yeah. 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 Any, any search like that in the weeds like that? I mean, if you're, you know, if you're like, if you think about it, I don't know, some guys work from the center out and just keep going around a circle. I kind of work back and forth like I'm cutting a lawn. I mean, you're eventually yeah, yeah. going to find it. Mike, if you're listening, I'm glad you got your holly back. Yeah, are we damn new radio. Though, Steve? Um, we try to be sometimes, even though <laughs> even though some people will turn around and yell out, help, help, help. <laughs> yeah, we are still adults. Or the shenanigans that we I we I witness, I should say, at uh at H O D at night. Ooh, some funny stuff was going on. <laughs> Which we won't really discuss on the podcast because you know what? You need to be there if you want to partake in these mm-hmm. or listen about these types of shenanigans from pro pilots doing some shenanigans. Some unpro like things. Yes. It, it's, oh boy. It, it's yes. it's for the event and for the event only. You yes. gotta be there yes. to partake. What happens at this event at after two o'clock in the morning stays at this event. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> so anyways um hod is definitely an event to go to every year so if you're in the northeast area during the i think he does it normally during you know june july um you know about a month away from urcha um definitely try to make it yeah and i gotta definitely say like we said at the beginning thanks again to ron Riccio for putting it all together thanks uh-huh. for our buddy Ooh, rob we've been talking about the giveaway out. so 
No, and I, and yeah, and I just wanted to mention, yeah. um, you know, thanks to the Boy Scout troop for cooking too. Yeah, Troop 30. Yes. Yeah. They cooked, um, all weekend. They had breakfast for us. They had lunch and then they did the pilot's dinner. And we'll talk about the pilot's dinner. Okay. Uh, it was fantastic. We had, you get two pieces of fried chicken. You get yourself a, uh, a pulled pork sandwich. Uh, let's see what else was there. There was macaroni salad, potato salad, uh, baked beans. Um, uh, there was something else. What was the other thing? Corn? Yeah, there was corn. There was, um, you get a slice of watermelon, you get two cookies, you get a drink. All for 10 bucks. It was amazing. Nice. Great, great. Or fifteen bucks, sorry, fifteen bucks. But it's all nonprofit. All went to you know support the Boy Scouts, so definitely good stuff. The other food during the daytime, like you know during lunch and breakfast, was super cheap too. It was like yeah, I don't know, like five bucks, and you get yourself like a hamburger and bag of chips or Oreos and a soda. Yep. Like, I don't know. To me, that's 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 good. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think three dollars for a hot dog and yeah. bag of chips and soda. Yeah, crazy, it was like three seventy five. I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was great. So, um, definitely, definitely good. Uh, let's see. The giveaways was great. There was a whole bunch of stuff that was given away. So, thanks to all our, all the sponsors that sponsored the event. But there's one giveaway I want to talk about. And I've never seen this guy so happy before. Because this guy, you know, really? we all know Even him. when I leave the, ha- the field, he's not happy? No, not, a- not this happy. Not as happy as he was? Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> So, so this guy is taking pictures, and he's our very own Bill Anthony. He's taking pictures or videos or whatever he does, you know, the semi-professional uh, video photographer, right? Was uh, taking some pictures of the people that are winning stuff, and his number gets called for the Align 470L LT or LM, whatever the, you know, the, the new kid, I guess, is. Super combo. So it comes with all the electronics except for uh, a receiver and a battery. Right, everything else. Nice. This 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 number gets called, and I guess he memorized the numbers. He didn't even look at a ticket. He's just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it's me! It's me! I won! I won! I've never won anything ever!" And screaming and like like I've never seen this guy smile so hard, like so much. And it was awesome. I took his. He puts his camera down. I pick up his camera and I start snapping pictures because nice. you know. So yeah. Um, yeah, so our very own Bill Anthony won uh, a brand new Align 470 Super Combo. So he was congrats, super Congrats, Bill. Yeah, yeah congrats, congrats, Bill. That's cool, man, because I didn't know it came with all the stuff. I thought it was just the frame, you know. Kit. No, so it's the airframe, blades, servo, ESC, motor, uh, BX Plus, fly system. Damn. All he really needs wow. is a receiver and a battery, and, he, he, and that thing's ready to fly. Wow. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I guess that kind of recaps HOD, and I'm sure we're forgetting stuff that happened, you know, other stuff, but, um, you know, it's it's definitely an amazing event. Yeah. If you want to experience it for yourself, you have to go there. So please support your events, support this event next year, um, and try to make it out. Okay. So Freefall RC Podcast, HeliFest, third annual. It's our third year. Could you believe that? No, I can't believe it. Third year. So I believe it. I remember yeah. the first one. I don't really uh-huh. remember the second one. Yeah, so the first one was um 
How yeah, silly is that? No, I do no, remember, the, you second remember the second one. That was when Ricky was helping you rebuild your T-Rex. Right yeah, yet. and the Diamantes came down and uh-huh. put on an impressive uh, show for all our members, our club yeah, members. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Frank Mordidios came, right? That's that was, right. Frank came yeah. up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of folks came up. It was good. It was a great event. Yeah. So this is the third year, and right off the bat, thank you, Mr. President, but he, you know, he decides, I guess, he's flying into this area, so we have a local TFR, and we, you know, we had to move the event, so right there, right off the bat, um, a week less than a week before the event, we're now moving the event. Yeah, well, I voted for Ted Cruz, so I don't want to hear. So I was hoping he would be president. <laughs> then he then he'd be going to Texas. Yeah, right. Instead screwing of over all the Texas Jersey. folks. <laughs> but anyways, you know, it is what it is, and we had a plan B, and we had to execute plan B. So plan B was, you know. There's two plan B's. There's plan B A and plan B B, I guess, or one A or B A B one or B two. I don't know how you, however you want to say. I'm so the confused. First, the first plan B or the first alter, alternative was to move the fun fly to another day. So we have a, with the town of North Brunswick, the Parks and Recs Department, and all that. We have a rain date set for this event. So the rain date or the TFR date was is for the following week. Which doesn't guarantee that he's not gonna come fly in. I was gonna say, week. what do you do if he flies in the next week? Yeah. Right. So, so that was a, an option, and you know what? Um, there's an event in Edgewood in Long Island the following week that Rob Winter uh, organized and CD. And you know, I don't want to step over his event by you know having another event that's so close to his. You know, like location wise, we're so close, and then to be on the same day. Um, so we had the alternate plan B which was to move the event to another location. Um, so we ended up moving the event to South Jersey Heli Groups Field. And this is the Allen Airport or, yeah, the Allen's Airport down in Southampton, uh, New Jersey. And uh, this, so knowing that there was a TFR the previous week, right, for us while we were down at HOD, I was, you know, I, I sprung the idea to, you know, uh, Rob McClellan to, hey, can you hit up the Allens? Just kind of let them know, like, in case there's a TFR that we, you know, might want to move the event to. And and it was, I think it was either this week or last week or whatever. And he was like, sure. Called out and said, hey, you know, just in case if there is one, we might want to use your feel. You know, Alan's, uh, Rich Allen was like, sure, yeah, no problem. We can do that. And then come find out, you know, was it Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday afternoon. You know, our ex-club president, Mike, the Planker Channel, Mike DeGenero, was like, hey, guys, just want to let you know that I, my sources are saying that there's going to be a TFR this weekend, and it's just an early notice. Uh, it hasn't been official, but, you know, they've been accurate 100% of the time. Yeah. So we're like, oh, crap. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. You know, um, you know, I, right after that, I, I reach out to Rob. I'm like, dude. Call the uh, call, Mister Allen. Let's see if um, we can move the fun fly. Calls and says, "Okay, you know, leaves a voicemail and he's waiting for the call back." So basically, um, we get the call back and he's like, "Yeah, sure, we could do it. You know, but we'll we'll be on standby." Come, I, I was like, Mike, you know, on Monday, like, you know, if it's if your sources are still saying that it's you know gonna happen, you know, 
no later than Tuesday morning, I'm going to make the announcement and we're going to do it. Um, come Monday and, you know, I get I get Rob confirming that, yeah, Miss Allen's good to go. You know, I'm talking to Mike and Mike's like, yeah, you know, this kind of happen. And so I'm like, all right, we're moving the event. Executive decision time. Screw it. We're moving the event. So. So yeah, you know, I told I told you and Mike, Kevin, right, and then and then I and I had uh, Rob immediately call. I love executive decisions, dude. Yeah, sometimes you gotta just make the call, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, I, Rob called Mr. Allen right after uh, and confirmed. Boom, we're good. We're good to go. They're gonna actually cook for us too, and the pilot's dinner. So it nice. just makes it even even better. Nice. So, awesome. So, yes, um, it is now moved to South Jersey. So if you're listening to the show Thursday night, Friday morning, just be aware it is not at Polda Farm in North Brunswick anymore. No, it is at Allen's Airport. Yes. Which is 231 Landing Street, Southampton, New Jersey. 08008. Yes, exactly. That would have been funny if I gave out your address. <laughs> right? <laughs> I went I'm like, where's the air studio? This is. There's a lot of houses here. <laughs> um, all right. So now one thing good about this this move is, um, you know, for the folks that are camping out or um, coming from far distances, um, it's okay to come Friday night and set up. Uh, so just be aware that this is an active airport. So you don't want to like there's good, you know, a whole, like Rob's going to be down there. I'm not sure when, but he's going to start setting up Friday night, too. And I, you know, we want to make sure that you're like away from the actual landing <laughs> runway. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to get buzzed in the middle of the night. Yeah, you don't want to camp, you know, in the Cessna middle of the runway. Get so on top of your camper. So make sure, um, you know, you're kind of a little bit off, off to the, uh, I guess, to the the farming side. I don't know. It's hard to describe. But if you've been to South Jersey or any of the South Jersey fun flies, you you know what I'm talking about. Just to kind of run down with the details. You know, it's, it is a Saturday, Sunday event, which you can't come on Friday. Camping is available. Um, so camp out. There's going to be, now that we have this, that we're going to be changing, you know, we're going to be using this venue. One thing I want to mention is we're going to have a lot more pilot stations than what we would have had at Polda. So the Polda would have only been a, a two, you know, two pilot stations. We're going to have four, if not five, if not more. So it's going to be definitely an event um, you want to come down and check out because um, there's more room now, you know? Yeah. And you can get more flying in if that's what you're into. You want to hang out, you know, there's going to be more people hanging out. Uh, we're going to have lights uh, for night flying. Now, we're only going to have one light tower, but you're welcome to bring night blades, night rigs, and fly at night. So that should be cool. So on Saturday, lunch and pilot's dinner. Okay, so lunch is, you know, pay for whatever you want. It's going to be like, you know, the traditional burgers and hot dogs and, you know, soda and chips. And then um, on Saturday night, there's going to be a pilot's dinner. And that's going to be like your usual, like, uh, I forgot what they do usually. I think it's like pulled pork sandwiches or fried chicken. That's kind of like the, everyone does that, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is good. It's fine, you know? And you can grill there if you want, right? Yeah, you can do grill there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're pretty cool. And the Allens have a great place there, man. I'm dying yes. to go down there one of these days and pay the guy whatever, 100 bucks, and take me up in that Stearman. Yes. Totally. Me too. I would totally do that. One of these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I told Jeff about it. He'd be down too. Nice. So definitely um, come down. We're going to have, uh, let's see, we're going to have some, you know, we're going to do maybe a 50-50 and we're definitely having giveaways. So. Yeah, and we should mention our sponsors too for the Fun Fly. Yes, I want to give, you know, thanks for the support uh, to our sponsors. And we'll kind of run down the list. We have Align uh, and, uh, and let's see, we have Scorpion. Scorpion uh, Power Systems. Nice. Yeah, Synergy RC Helicopters. Inverted RC. Heli Direct. Bill and YouTube. Uh, the Planker Channel on YouTube. Oxy Heli and Lynx uh, Heli Innovations. So Damn. Yeah, so thanks to all our sponsors. Yes, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, we're going to have some. Hopefully, I, I, got, yeah, I know you had some stickers made. I also got some stickers made. Um so we're going to have a bunch of stickers to give out. I did a bunch of, I think you also did some 3D printing. So we have a bunch of 3D printed stuff we want to give out too. And you know, a lot of stuff is going to be, you know, we're just going to give them out. Like, we're, I don't well, know about doing a raffle or anything like that. So I have to save some of my 3D printed stuff for Ron. Ron Chorus? Yeah, because I definitely told him I was going to send him some stuff. And I have to. I can't disappoint my Uncle Ron. Okay. Well, you have four more days. So just print out more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to see you know just to, to see everyone again, and it's gonna be I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of folks uh, that are coming down from that we saw at HOD. So so it should be yeah, it should be awesome, man. The field's great. We've been down there before for the thing at the end of the year, South Jersey thing. Hmm? Your South Jersey uh, Helly's Gone Wild event, yes. Yeah. So it should be cool, man. Can't yeah, wait, man. I cannot wait. Sounds fun. I wish I could make it. How far are you? Where do you live again? Tennessee. So is that like three hour drive? Yeah. <laughs> the DeLorean time machine, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like it's three hour drive in uh <laughs> what is that, the Concord? <laughs> yeah. I'm six and a half hours from Fredericksburg. So how far so are you guys from Spring Frank Spring Fredericksburg? Uh probably by for South Jersey probably no, no, but that's we're talking about South Jersey. Probably two hours, so probably about eight and a half, maybe nine hours. Maybe, maybe a little less if I didn't go all the way. Yeah, yeah, probably eight hours or so. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, I can't. She definitely should make it for next year. I think um, you know we, we're we're kind of this is a, something I've I've actually been putting a lot of thought in um, mm-hmm. with the event with the 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 Helifest from the Free Forest the Helifest. You know, um, it's getting to a point where I feel like it's not sustainable at Polda Farm, at our club field. Um, this was most likely going to be the last year at that location anyways. Mm-hmm. We'll probably still do, like, some type of fun fly for the club, like a heli fun fly, you know, and I'll still run that and organize it, which, you know, I don't mind. But I think as far as, like, the free fall RC heli fest, it's just it's kind of getting um, – to a point where, like, just that field is not big enough for us. And how many how many pilots do you expect? How so many did you have last year, last year was uh, what was it? Do you remember, Kevin? I think it was like 30, 30, 30 something. Mm-hmm. You know, which isn't yeah. a, a whole lot. Yeah, that, but, you that's know, not a, a lot, but that's a good, yeah, good intimate amount of people to have. Well, it was like nineteen the first year, and then I think we doubled it the second year, something like that. Yeah, was, so it was, it was in the twenties the first year. Mm-hmm. We close to doubled it the second year. 
but like you're saying, Steve, you know, the, that venue pulled the, it's, it's good for one day events. If this was staying a one day event, it'd be fine. But, you know, we have to get a special permit to camp and you have to get a special permit to cook and going down to Allen's. It's set up for more people, number one, and then the camping mm-hmm. is okay. Number two, is still, I don't think there's any hookups there. No, it's, it's primitive camping, but that's but there, you know, but the, you can cap as many people as you can fill in that pipeline, right. like you know. And you can do nighttime stuff. You can do overnight stuff there. You can cook yourself. They cook. I mean, there's just so many added bonuses to to going down there. And plus, yeah. you know, so- supporting a great museum and and a great family. You know, the Allens. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So we're, we're I'm excited for this year and yes next year might I might move it permanently to the you know the Allen's uh location so cool Oh okay here we go yeah there's only 11 people that pre-register that's fine well, we're going to get a whole bunch of people I don't know how accurate that is though cuz I just did my Urcha registration t- today and there was only 30 p- pilots for Urcha and I mean, I I know there'll be you know several hundred there, so I don't. Oh yeah, I don't know if a lot of people just don't pre-register or what the deal is. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I don't I don't think a lot of people pre-register because you know they're like unsure, and even yeah, though you don't have to pay anything, like yeah, for for um for our for our from flight, we don't have to like I'm not taking any money through RC flight deck. Like everything is old, you know, during the registration period, uh, mm-hmm. time, so. With that said, I don't know if maybe people are like, you know, well, I'll just, you know, sign up when I get there kind of deal, you know, since I don't have to pay anyways ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't really, like, for the most part, it's not like you get, um, you don't get a discount. Yeah, discount or, you know, like, like we don't have, like, shirts or anything, you know, for this event. So, yeah, that's, that's the biggest reason for a lot of events. You're guaranteed a shirt in your size if you pre register. Right. If they do, like Urcha. Right, like Chris right. does, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Chris does. Mm-hmm. We haven't so. reached that level yet. We're we're still working on it. Well, baby yeah. steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe next year, because this is actually the first year. Like we've had sponsors the previous two years, and and you know, it's Links, um, Heli Innovation, and and Oxy Helicopters. Um, you know, so they've been they've been supporters of this fun fly from day one, which is amazing. Yeah. But this year, you know, we definitely ramped up on our sponsors. Yeah, and got a bunch. So we got a bunch and good sponsors, like good yeah, companies. Right, good companies, right? So so, you know, it's definitely starting to grow a little more and with that growth will definitely come with, you know, um, you know, more things, right? Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe awesome. next year we're gonna do T shirts, like, you know, we're gonna just keep on adding to it and make it bigger and better. Yeah. So all right. Are we ready for news and announcements? We are ready. All right. News and announcements. All right. News and announcements. Nice. With Andy Ross. With Andy Ross. <laughs> because he provided <laughs> all the news last week. <laughs> and now I, he's providing quite a bit. A couple things. Yeah. So this did first you, one um, that you yeah, wrote did down. Did you see this? Yes. I saw it. And yeah. wait. So for folks who haven't seen it, go Better. go take a look at Kyle Dahl's posts. Um, by, by the time this podcast comes out, if you're a helicopter sure, yeah, fan, you, you'll, you'll definitely see it. But Kyle Dahl released a video today, and he did an awesome job on this, I got to yeah, say. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it, Kevin? No. Oh, boy. No, dude, it was 400 degrees, and I spent all day in a bucket truck. I, I basically poured myself into the shower when I came home and then fell asleep. 
It was funny. I was like, it who's was this great, actor yeah. with the Mikado shirt, you know, stumbling down the hill? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Kyle, it was great. Um, and let me ask you, Andy, you know, that uh-huh. the heli god, right? Yeah. That's Brian, isn't it? I, I don't know. It yeah, looks like probably. Brian Barlow. It looks like the owner of Mikado USA. I'm sure it would be, but yeah, I, he looked familiar, but I, I didn't, I just watched it. I think because right of the beard show, and everything. So I didn't it, mm-hmm. have time to really look it up, but I, I assume it would be. Yeah. So this is uh, Heligod part one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, dude, he just does a great job. So for folks that haven't seen it, go watch it. But from the gist of it, Where do, do you want to say it? it? Kyle Dahl, he uh, released it under his page. On his okay. Facebook. Yeah, his okay. Facebook page. Or the Hangout or... Yeah, it's been shared out. Yeah, Frank from Moradia, you shared it out on the Hangout. So, so, predictions? Yeah, what do you think? Sounds like the, the god of helicopters to, told Kyle he has to fly a new heli for uh, Global 3D. Yeah. So, I want so, to ask you, predictions? What are we looking at? We're definitely looking at a new 700 helicopter from Mikado. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, what's new about it? Who knows? You know, they've kept this really tight, you know, uh, as far as like they haven't said anything about it until now. Like nothing. Like, you know, Kyle's been on the BK podcast, our podcast. Like he mm-hmm. did not, no mention of it at all. Isn't the, the, the new Mikado 700? Isn't it fairly new? When did yeah. it come out? I think it came like a out a year ago, or maybe more. I think it, it's it's been more than a year, definitely. Okay. I want to yeah. say it was released like two years ago at Urcha. Like that's when they were taking maybe. Pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I'd say two years, dude. That's the one you got from Ed, right? Ed Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because I've had mine for like definitely two years ago. Um, you know, not a little less than a year, and then I sold it. So I'm getting def- like definitely. Kevin. I'm old and confused with dates and times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Mikado's releasing a new flagship 700. If they if he's flying at a global 3D, that means it's like their flagship helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not gonna be no 450 or 500. No. It's gonna be a 700. So I'm excited to see what what it is. I wonder if they you know what kind of redesign they've gone through. Is it still gonna be a plastic composite frame? Is it gonna be a carbon fiber frame? Is it gonna have what the current logo has with the belt to torque tube setup, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm really curious what this helicopter is going to be, you know, you and uh, everyone else. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I wonder if you update your V control and you set up a new V bar Neil that says logo question, question, question. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. it's in the new, it's in the new, uh, V control touch. Oh you know, yeah. The yeah. There's a hidden, there's an Easter egg. Menu there's an Easter egg. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get a chance to mention that. I got to uh, check that out a little at yep. um at the at the HOD. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Dahl, or I think Kyle had it, but I think also I think Ron Thomas Jr. He brought it, or maybe it's Kyle's. I'm not sure, but but there was a V control uh, touch that was there that mm-hmm. uh, Kyle was flying, which was awesome. And and um, go check out the uh, the video that uh, uh, Team Ninja. Did we mention Team Ninja was there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm forgetting who we mentioned because it's such a long list. But uh, see, Andy, you're not the only one that's getting confused. <laughs> we all are because we're all getting old. It feels that way. 
yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. Interesting to see. Nice. I can't wait to hear about it. But um, yeah, what else do we have here? You wrote about the uh, new eye charger, huh? Yeah, there's a a new um little small eye charger. Yeah, X- it looks like an ISDT charger. It looks exactly like an ISDT charger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 800 watts. Um, I think it'll do up to six S. Mm-hmm. Um, one hundred nine ninety nine is the price. Wow, one hundred ten bucks. That yeah. is affordable. And so um, it's, you know, eight hundred watts. I mean, that's you know, decent. I mean, uh, it says maximum charge discharge thirty amps. So I don't know if that. Oh wow, that that's at, That wouldn't be at six S. I don't imagine, but still. For a small pack, for you know, oxy packs or um, receiver packs, or yeah, I mean, obviously you could charge a, a five thousand. It's just going to take longer, but it mm-hmm. looks super portable. There's a picture on uh, Buddy RC uh, beside a phone, and it's about half the size of a phone. Wow, looks like about an inch thick and about half the size of an iPhone. Damn. It's pretty small. So it looks like. Uh- I charge you trying to compete with ICT for sure because that's yeah that's what I'm thinking yeah I mean and also Pulse and other mm-hmm. companies that have you know the little like the PC100 like little small chargers that you can use yeah and I would um, guess these are probably uh, popular with the quad guys and stuff with the smaller sure. packs that don't mm-hmm. need you know ginormous cases like we do yeah so I'm sure there's a market for them. So definitely, that's pretty cool. Definitely. I think that, and I think that is the market they're, they're after is the, um, is the quad side, right? It's it's the, you know, the folks that are charging five or six, you know, four S thirteen hundred lipos at the same time, you know, right. power charging, you know, using or like I said, a, a nitro guy that just wants uh-huh. a tiny little thing he can yep. throw in a bag. You could run it off a uh, a lipo, you know, you could either build a, one of those little small cases like. Robert designed or or something, you know, where you could just have your jug of fuel and that and a couple of receiver packs and you'd be good all day. Yep. Yep. It could be, you know. Is it touchscreen? It must be. Looks like it. I think so, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, it looks cool. All right. What else do we have here? Um, From Kevin's favorite source. Horizon Hobby. Horizon Hobby. Uh, E-Flight Cherokee 1.3 meter. Oh, that's um, a pretty big G-Flight, uh, you know, 1.3 yeah, Cherokee. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. It's, um, it's, you know, is it's, that part of their, a, um, their uh, what do you call it? Oh, what the hell is it called? The big the big planes that they make. Oh, yeah, no, the big plane. No, 1.3 wouldn't be that big. The um, thing I like, the big Carbon Z stuff. Yeah, the Carbon Z stuff. Yeah, 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 that. It's, I'm sure it's made out of the Carbon Z foam, but it's 1.3 is... What is that? Forty-eight inches, or oh yeah, that's only it's fifty-one inches. I just did the math. Yeah, fifty-one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not that big. Okay. No, no, three to four. Yeah, yeah. It's not Uh, like an eighty-inch or hundred-inch wingspan. No, 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 no. But it's kind of more of a scale airplane. Mm -hmm. Um, Fifty amp ESC, ten size, one thousand kV motor. One thing I thought was interesting: it has a full flying horizontal uh, stabilizer. For the elevator, hmm. so I thought that was kind of neat. I mean, you don't you don't see that a lot on, especially on the 
you know, cheaper hey, foam top planes. Yeah, and that's not very scale, is it? Because I don't recall a Cherokee having no elevator I, staff. I can't figure out what's the purpose on this kind of plane. They do. The one that I flew, I believe, did have the full elevator. And then oh, when he okay. trimmed it, the trim was actually what your average elevator is. Okay. The trim tab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I did it for the yeah. scale then. Okay. Yeah, this is very similar to the one. Well, I was wondering I why the hell you would want that. Cause I mean, you see it on the, the very high end sailplanes and gliders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For less drag. But anyway, I thought it was neat. I think it's selling for two twenty nine ninety nine. Yep, two twenty nine ninety nine. It's on sale. Safe and everything. Mm-hmm. AS three X and safe select. Yeah. Nice looking plane. And that's bind and fly, and it's nice looking plane for sure. It has yeah. an, uh, has a cockpit that um, looks like you can, if you'd like to, you can take it apart and put an FPV pan and tilt in there, um, because it has like windows and everything and a little pilot inside. And the that is like pan on the top. Yeah, which which all break off, yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. If you're into foam airplanes, uh, Horizon's doing a sale now through uh, July 31st, um, up to twenty five dollars off some of the uh, foam airplanes. You just use the code FLYSAFE. It's on HorizonHobby.com. Thought somebody nice. might be interested in that. Cool. If you look, been waiting on a new plane. Might be a good time to pick one up. Yeah. Nice. And um, we've got a new Scorpio motor, or it's, I guess it's more of an updated Scorpio motor. Yeah, the HK4, right? The HK4 4035. Nice. Um, they said it's the fourth gen HK motors with better efficiency and power conversion than the HK3 40 series. Mm-hmm. So a good uh, be um, really strong for a six hundred or um, strong but lightweight probably for a seven hundred size. So a uh, kind of a wouldn't you say wait, a little, wait, I mean, wait, smaller wait. than a forty five twenty five or something? So it's gonna yeah, be a this, is, this is this is like this a six hundred size motor or five seventy yeah, size yeah, motor. They call but, it a six hundred seven hundred size, but yeah. It's I really would think it's a little lower power for a 700, but if you're going for something super lightweight, like on a 690 or, or something, it would probably mm-hmm. work good. Yeah, yeah, definitely great on a 690 or maybe like an E5 Super Stretch. Yeah. Uh, MSRP want... is $249.99. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, it's a good price. Yeah, it's a good price. It's the latest um, motor. That, um, and I like the way that the new motors look at Like the, the black part of the can has like these like, Dimples in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that new look. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Scorpion Motor. No, nope. you cannot. And it's available right now. That's what it says on the page. Now, now, now. Yeah. Get it today. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, and you got some other news that I saw too on Facebook. Yeah, Futaba USA. Um, you guys know, I, I'm sure everyone knows with the uh, Hobby Co. and all that stuff. They, they, uh, there's not really been any, anybody uh, distributing Futaba in USA for the last few months. So uh, Futaba USA uh, just opened. Mm-hmm. And it says they're opening a service center July 5th and will begin selling products on the website mid-July. 
Awesome. So if Very you need cool. parts, service, or new product, mm-hmm. that would be the thing to check out. Yeah, definitely. If you're a Futaba person, definitely this is good news for you guys. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure some people have been kind of waiting. Uh, you know, some dealers and stuff would have had stock, but it, it's kind of been dwindling since Hobbyco shut down. Yeah, but I thought they got a. I thought it was okay now because you know when Horizon picked them up. Yeah, but I think um, because of Horizon and Spectrum and everything, mm-hmm. they dropped the F- Futaba. I guess split off. Oh, okay. Went, so the bankruptcy happened. Yeah, yeah. Decide to open their own because I guess it wouldn't make sense for Horizon to be selling Futaba and Spectrum. Right, right. Competing brands, right? Right. That makes sense, and and I think uh, Maxwell's been kind of leading a yeah, lot of actually, the th- PR front on this, right? I think he may be uh, behind the scenes in charge of most of this. Yeah, the top of USA. I know he's I know been pushing it on the PR side with social media, and, and, and the headquarters stuff. is going to be down there in Alabama, I Huntsville, think, where, he's where he lives. Yeah, so yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I kind of assume maybe he's the one in charge of this deal. Yeah. So Which would be definitely, good. he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, we got to get him on the show for sure. Absolutely, I gotta, yeah, he's, he's a great. Yeah, he, he's great to talk to. Yeah, so definitely go check out FutabaUSA.com, and when you go there, you'll see a coming soon um, type of deal where you can subscribe to the newsletter and recommend subscribing to the newsletter if you're a Futaba person because why not stay up to date sure. on the uh, the new stuff that Futaba is uh, releasing or Futaba USA is releasing. I kind of find it funny that um, and interesting that a lot of these companies, like I don't know how to describe it, they're like these entities that are outside of the U.S. are now creating entities within the U.S. Right? So you got your SAB USA, right, from the SAB factory, which is in Italy. You know, you have your Futaba USA, which originally Futaba is a Japanese company, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. You have you know even like your MSH USA mm-hmm. or your Mikado USA. You know, it seems like a lot of these. These entities that are overseas are, are, you know, people are starting up sister companies or however you want to say it. You know? right. I remember someone talking about this and kind of explaining why everything was going this way. And to be honest, I've completely forgot the reason. <laughs> but it had something to do with uh, people wanting to be able to go more to the source to buy parts and know that a place has everything in stock for you know sab usa or msh usa or or whatever the case may be um so i think that might have something to do with it um yeah. but they're still importing and distributing to all your other um resellers yes. dealers yeah only fine helis or mm-hmm. heli direct or a main or whoever yep. so i don't it doesn't make a hundred percent sense. So but. I think what it is is um, it's consolidated management of product, right? So you have your you have your let's just you know because let's talk about like SAB, right? So sure. you have yeah. you have SAB and and it's an Italian company and Enrico and and um, Stefano. You know, is selling their stuff to all these retailers, right? They're selling it to A Main, Lower Heli, um, Heli Direct, who else? You know, Only Fine Heli, um, Cajun Heli, just whatever, all these companies, right? 
So all these stores and and they have to deal with that logistics of getting mm-hmm. all these things shipped out to. So I think what ends up happening is you know they are allowing kind of a you know a, a sister company to be formed within the United States or the entity. Right. So that way now they just send over. They a just big worry about keeping box. him stocked. Yes, you know, they send a, yes. a container so, right. to Bird or SAB USA. USA, and he right? Takes care of distributing out and ordering and all that. Exactly. Yeah, so that, logistically, that, that makes a better explanation than my better uh, business model. Right, right. So it's definitely a better business model because, you know, for for SAB in Italy, they're doing the same. They're you know to them it's easier because they just ship to one person. Right. And then and then you know, granted, they might make a little less because now they're going through almost a middleman, right? That SAB USA portion. But then Bert, you know, and his company takes care of all the logistics of distribution within the U.S., you know? And that's that exactly. type of distribution has got to be pretty difficult because... Oh, can you imagine all the, just the parts for yeah. all the different right? Dailies? It would be a nightmare to keep yeah. sorted out. Keep sorted, stock, you know, inventory of, and, you know, and, and oh, granted, you know, SAB in Italy is still distributing to other parts of the country, uh, other right. parts of the world. Right. So, but it's just, you know, one of their major markets is taken care of by someone they mm-hmm. can trust. And, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's a much better explanation, Steve. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Steve. Oh, thanks. Fake it until you make it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see here. We do have an announcement to make. Yes, I wrote this. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we will not be making it to Flight Fest this year. No. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Something came up for Steve, and yes. uh, I basically was told by the boss that she would rather me not go. So, in order to uh, you know save the marriage, I'm complying. Yeah, I won't be making it either. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So. For me, it's kind of, I, I was at the 2015, but then when I got more into the helicopters, mm-hmm. I kind of had to choose Urcha or Flight Fest. Yeah. It, it, for me, I just really couldn't make both. Mm-hmm. And Urcha won the last two years. <laughs> you no, know? Well, granted, but, yeah. No, granted, it's not going to be this fun. Event, this event, you know, Flight Fest is always a great event. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, don't. For all listeners, don't let it defer you or any reason, you know, like the only reason we can't go is just, you know, kind of like with Andy, you know, I am going to Urcha this year and logistically and financially, I can't yeah. really afford it's, to be it's going It's two big trips too close yeah, together. Too close together. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's like, oh, man, you know, the amount of t- time I'm spending away from the family <laughs> is... You know, it's tough. It's tough for you know, it's tough for my wife. It's tough for me to be away from my family like that too. So, yeah. so yeah, you know, we're gonna have. I had to cut back, and and flight fest this year was only gonna be a one day event, anyways. You know, maybe like one day there, and then like overnight and drive back. So I figured, like, you know, we're gonna have to just. I'm gonna have to pass on this, and then um, you know, maybe next year, you know, we can reevaluate it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, you know, we got so many weekends in a row that there's something going on, and, like, HOD was, I was on call, and I went down there for the day, and then we got our event coming up, and then it would be Flight Fest, and then after that, I think there's something in Pennsylvania, I got, like, mm-hmm. there's the one that Kyle Schneider emailed us about that I want to go to, 
you know, there's there's a couple other like Warwick things and and like bigger events. There's one right here in Andover uh, that somebody sent me uh, a flyer about today too. Yeah, as which well. one is that? That's the um, that's just the giant, uh, yeah. you know, uh, World War Two like Warbirds type of Warbirds, thing. Yeah, I think it's actually yeah, a lot of everything, but uh, it's it's just something local I can go to, you know, for the day. I talked to the wife and she'd rather me, you know, do more of the day stuff, you know. Just because, so, so I can save my time, because we want to go down to Florida a couple more times, you know, with with everything that's going on down there. Yeah, as much as yeah. we would like to, you just can't make it to every event. Yeah, physically, I can't afford sucks. it. <laughs> it just gets so expensive. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to go to RCS, uh, RCHN six. Like I was trying to, I was really trying, I was really trying to figure yeah. it out. Um, you know, I had a like I had a group chat with you know Justin Pucci. Bill Anthony, um, who else was it? And you know, and us four, we were talking. We were, we were all going to rent an RV together and everything, trying to make it work. But you know, the four hundred plus dollars on the flight, yeah. then the car rental, then the RV costs. We we're just like, oh, I, c- I can't do it. I, you know, and not only that is, you know, Rob was mentioning that he wanted to make um, South Jersey, Hell He's Gone Wild, that same weekend. You mm-hmm. know, and like that's like, uh, you know. I I I don't know if I'm CDing that one, co-CDing with Rob, but I know uh, originally I wanted to kind of co-CD with him so that I could get two events in the calendar year right. um, to confirm my contest Keep director status. Yeah, right. So it's like, oh, man, you know, it's it's tough. And so and it's hard, and it's hard to pick. Yeah, where yeah. to go? I mean, it's yeah, like it's mm-hmm. a tough decision for me the first year of. Do I go, I'm, you know, I'm all in helicopters, full blast, up to my eyeballs. But Flight Fest is so much fun, you know, so I had to I had to pick. But it was tough. It really was. You just can't go everywhere. Yeah, and if right. I was retired and a millionaire, shit, I'd be everywhere. But <laughs> oh, I'm counting down the days till I can retire. Give me an RV. I'm going to every damn event. Yeah. Oh. Let's say that. I'm probably broke from buying helicopters by then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I would. <laughs> Let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Andy? Um, Have you guys heard of uh, George Baker, the tired iron? No. He was, um, he was on the RC After Hours show a few weeks ago, and uh, he had a little thing on the, the AMA Air video they do he's he's doing he's flies every day he's got 700 and some odd days in a row i did hear yeah about the flying every day yep yeah well he's he's got a a field and uh he only lives about an hour from me uh, near kingsport tennessee and he's doing a little fun fly tomorrow i'm gonna try to go up there hang out with those guys and like wednesday tomorrow yes so oh, as you're hearing this, it was the other day, and it was a lot of fun, and I didn't crash anything. <laughs> <laughs> nice. July 4th. Going to fly, shoot off fireworks, um, you know, just hang out, have fun. So cool. that's my next thing. Awesome. Get this in 556 Maiden. Ooh, so you think you'll be able to Maybe. get a main tomorrow? Uh, no, not tomorrow, but probably this weekend. Okay, that's cool. I got a break. See, this is the first um, 
really nitro that I fooled with. So I got to figure out how to break in the engine. And, it's easy. Stock you know, needles. Curve. Yeah, it's easy. Stock needles do like at least five or six gas tanks on without changing anything. Very, very sport flying. Yeah, Upright. Easy. Flying. Yeah. After yeah. five tanks, you can lean out, start leaning the highs a little, and then. Mm-hmm. And then start like you know, then you can flip it inverted and kind of, but just don't don't get too heavy on the collective yet. Still want right. to set motor in, get those rings to seat in with the um the sleeve as much as possible. Okay, yeah, it's, I I got to do a little bit of research. I figured four or five tanks, but then I talked to some of the guys, some of the RCHO guys and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, put one tank through it, kind of easy, and then just beat on it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Guys, I don't think their motors last too long anyways because their helicopters are always yeah. crashing. <laughs> I don't know. That that kid, Dan, one you guys saw up there, uh-huh. he puts 100 flights a weekend. So he's. <laughs> I wonder how I many times he uh, has to re-ring it. I don't know. And how much time does he have to maintenance it? I don't know. But that'd be interesting. But yeah, I'll, I'll take it easy. Um at least four or five tanks because I don't, you know, I want to break it in correctly and, you know, try to get lo- some longevity out of it. Yeah. Blow it up first thing. Right. It's funny too because, like, you hear, you always hear that everywhere you go. So, like, the mixed reviews about breaking in engines. You right. hear it in the car scene, you know, people are like, oh, I just rebuilt my motor. I'm going to take it easy. Some people are like, just like, yeah, you know, for a day, take it easy, and then just beat the crap out of it because you want <laughs> yeah. you want every to yeah. seat in the way you're going to be driving it. So if you're going right. to be flying it like you know on the high needle, freaking screaming, that's the way you want to break it in. That's what I did with my Harley, dude. I never babied anything. I, I babied my vehicles for the clutch. Mm-hmm. I never, I didn't want to put hot spots on my clutch, so I always babied that, so that that made it well with the pressure plate. But after that, it was really, I didn't give a shit. Like it was right. so hard to, to you know, do five hundred miles on a newly rebuilt turbo engine that you want to, you just hear that turbo spooling and you just want to fucking for <laughs> it. It's just, it's impossible. I don't know what man could sit there and like hold back like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just use common sense and. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is is getting some heat cycles. Yes. You know, run a yes. tank through and then let it cool mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, you know, well, one let, of the things get, that Rob... Get a couple heat cycles through it. Yeah, one of the things that Rob told me a while back when breaking in stuff is like, um, you know, after a couple of tanks, what's good to do is like, you know, get that thing on the high needle, you know, huge, mm-hmm. like just, you know, full right. collective right. power-ups, right? Pitch pumps or whatever, full collective. And then land. Let it cool down, and it's gonna actually right. heat up, right. and then fly again. Because when you land, you're you're actually, it actually gets hotter. It actually gets hotter, mm-hmm. so because you know your re- engine's not revving up, and you're not getting that fan to move all that cool air around or hot air or whatever. Well, the, what ha- yeah, what happens is all the heat in the engine, and it just soaks all the way through the block. So yes, it's, it's not really hotter inside the engine, but. It, it soaks, goes through. It soaks through the block and through the case and everything. Yeah, because you know nothing's cooling yet. No you don't air have movement. Right. Yeah, and then you don't also have um, you're you're not also dumping fuel, a lot of fuel, which mm-hmm. that's what cools mm-hmm. the engine from the yeah, oil. It carries so. some of the heat out too. Right, right. Yeah. So, so you know, so definitely that would be something good to do. And and yeah. I think after five tanks, you know, you like after a gallon, you can 
you know, which is about a mad five, five, six is probably about seven tanks. Like you can start leaning it out yeah. and, and start having yeah, fun. I'm, I, I hope that's how it goes. Hopefully next time I won't be like, well, I blew a hole in my piston. Uh-huh. I mean, knock on wood. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the mentality or that's the instructions uh-huh. I've been doing Yeah. on both my one Oh fives. Um, even after a rebuild on the, the N seven, when I crashed it, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, and those motors have been running strong, you know, knock on wood. It's been running strong, and I haven't had any real issues, so I'm I'm very happy with that. So, all right, uh, let's see, Kevin, what's next for you? Did you go? No. Oh, okay. So what you, what you got? Going to Helifest. Oh, which Helifest? The RC, uh, the RC Helifest. Is that the one? The RC Helifest. Is that that one in Jersey? A couple knuckleheads are putting on. Yeah, the yeah. free fall RC yeah, Helifest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably be fun. No, that sh- that should be good times. Um, I can't yeah. wait. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's it for me, man. That's all I can fit in. Yeah, for me is I'm gonna try to work on that scale heli. I'd I'd like to get it ready for the heli fest, but oh, man, it's not looking like it. So one of the things I I need to work on that is the the foam wheels. They're foam and they're garbage. So the helicopter's been sitting for so long. It's there's like huge oh, flat spots. Yeah. And the, the wheel is now oblong, so I took one off, and I'm like, I wonder if I could maybe get some Ninja Flex and 3D print um, a donut that could fit on there. Yeah, <laughs> but who cares? It's not like you got to fly it down the runway to take off. Just go straight up. Yeah, yeah but I, I kind of wanted to. I'll just keep it from rolling off the table. That's true. Build in I, chalk. I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to have wheels where I could like. I'm just scale, I'm just screwing with you. You know, scale takeoff kind of deal. But then, yeah. but it, I can't do that unless it's on pavement anyway. So. <laughs> or maybe the runway. As I don't I, know why they those foam wheels always suck. Why do they yeah, build those? Terrible. They're awful. Cheap. <laughs> yeah. I think I think uh, cheap yeah, and light. Someone's got to make like rubber substitutes for these, and that's I, I, I'm going to try to look them up, see if I can find something that'll work. It's just some like of those rubber Dubro wheels or something stick on there. With How the pro- big are they? the The foam isn't big, but the wheel is like you know, it's like a rim with the the foam wheel over it. Yeah, I know, but I mean, what's the like, diameter of the of the whole wheel? The the back wheel of the whole wheel is probably about an inch and a quarter, and the front wheel is probably about three quarters of an inch. It's not, it's, you know, there's two of them in the front, one on each side on the back for the A, yeah. uh, for the Augusta 109. But the, the problem is, is you can't really take those off. Like, you can't take the rims off. I could take Oh, I see. They're like, it's kind of like, made in. Is it retracts or? Retracts and they're, they're yeah. pressed pin. You know what I mean? Like, I see. on both sides. It's, it's not, not like, like an airplane where you can just yank it off and stick a whole new wheel assembly on. right right it's not like there's a wheel nut and you can just take that off you know the collar and and put another wheel on so so it's part of the landing gear um retract system so can you get the foam off of the rim yeah yeah i have the foam off the rim right now and and i was thinking like maybe i could get my print digital caliper and take ninja yeah. flex at 3d print yeah you i was know. gonna say you could 3d print basically print a tire yeah you'd be doing yeah, and that's what I was push thinking. it up on there. Yeah, yep. that would probably work. So I, I, you know, that's gonna take time to design something for me, just because I'd like to design it where, um, but I have to get the material. Really, that's really it. I don't have Ninja Flex. I have that PTG, but it's not the same. It's not as flexible. 
So maybe I'll try to pick up that at uh, Micro Center this week and see if I could reproduce this wheel in a in a black ninja flex. You're not gonna go bright orange for your wheels. No, no, no. But but I did take a rattle can and spray painted my scale heli bright orange. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I'm kidding. Of course I did. <laughs> that yeah. would look so ugly because I am terrible at painting and now to that paint. would be awesome. I'm not gonna paint over those Trump stickers. No, of course not. I gotta represent our president, right? <laughs> yeah. If you do go with Ninja Flex, dude, make sure you uh cut down your, your print speed, like probably in half, they recommend. Oh yeah? Yeah, real like well maybe you can start off uh, you know, three quarters of what you've been running. Mm-hmm. Uh but if you have problems with stringing and stuff like that, yeah. There's a bunch of videos on that. Yeah, I'll take a look. I'm curious also on the temperature because I run my extruder extremely hot. Yeah. So, like, I run PLA at 2.30, so, you know, at ABS temps and shit. Um, so, I don't know how that works with Ninja Flex. Like, I don't, I'm sure I can't run it that hot. I would like to actually get a calibrated temperature, you know, sensor or, you know, one of those little guns or something. Because I'm sure the cheap Chinese stuff we use is probably tolerance is like 20%, 10-20% or whatever. Maybe not that much, but I'm sure Possibly. it's up there, you know. Because yeah. I've been printing a lot of the plain stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm at like 225, maybe 230, but I, I, I don't know if it's actually, you know, yeah. that, what I'm printing at. Well, I know it's freaking hot as hell because I've printed many, yeah. <laughs> many times. Many times I've, I've touched that extruder by mistake. You're like, ooh, oh, no, that man. left the mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is it time to wrap it up? I guess it's time to wrap it up, man. Okay, so Facebook likes. We are at 733 likes. That's plus plus three this week. I can't talk anymore. And here are the names. Cue the music. We have Cliff Lewis, Jason Bell from Amy and Hobbies. Nice. And James Elkins. Yeah. I think I got all three of those right. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I kind of stumbled on Elkins, but okay. We have to actually hear from the people because we've said that before <laughs> from Frank Mordellos. Mordellos. <laughs> yeah, he is. He has told us he, we pronounce his name wrong every time. Mordia. No, just oh. when we first started to. Oh yeah, definitely when we first started to. And then there's uh, Jericho Byrne. Yes. Know? But we're always going to call you Jericho Byrne, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Facebook comments. What do we have? Well, uh, I saw some Facebook comments about uh, our post on the episode 131. Shannon from Only Fine Hellies. Doug Bowman said Shannon is the man. Great show. Thanks, Doug. He said one day he might make it to some East Coast events like HOD. Uh, our buddy Jim from RA Core said Joe Nall is definitely a bucket list item. If you're planning on coming to the East Coast, and Doug said, yep, Nall is at the top. He needs to retire first. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Shannon from Only Fine Hellies wrote, uh, it was great to meet uh, you and I, dude. Uh, he was a little nervous of me and Ed hanging together uh, at the event. Too much podcast collusion and all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have nothing to be worried about. There's nothing wrong with me and Ed hanging out together right now. But we are East Coast guys, so you never know what's, what's brewing. William Anthony said uh, that he had some pretty good footage of Caleb's uh, flight. So uh, if, if you want to see Caleb save uh, his heli from uh, critical 
disaster, imminent disaster, I should say. Uh, you can check out Bill's video. Yes. Now, just to talk, uh, just to go back about Ed. Ed, I know you're listening, probably on your way to work. But what is the deal with the hooligans? We need well, an yeah. episode now. I was just getting ready to say, I think Ed is going to have to drive down to North Carolina and kick Walt in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I think right? Walt might be the problem here. Uh, Come on, Walt. I know you're listening. Yeah, I mean, Walt, we Come know on. you're busy. I know. This is HVAC. This We're is all busy. Prime time, but shit, we need an episode. Your <laughs> listeners want to hear you, man. What's going on? Yeah, I think on? Walt's butt is being kicked by a lot of work right now, but yeah. Could have something him. to do with the fact that it's 150 million degrees in the south. Yeah. And he's crawling and, around at You know what? I did see a post from Walt that he is hiring. So please, if you're an HVAC <laughs> person living in that area. Yeah, please, please go help Walt. Please, so please go help Walt. He, exactly. So he could do another episode <laughs> of Hooligans. <laughs> so, uh, any other Facebook comments that we want to mention? Uh, that's what I saw real quick. Unless you got something else you want to mention. No, but um, what do you guys think of my pictures, man? I've been taking a whole load of pictures. Well, I posted great pics, Steve. Yeah. No, dude, you're you're killing it, man. The camera's really good, and uh, you're you're doing a great job with the pictures, man. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I really like this little camera. Granted, I had to drop a couple hundred bucks, you know, maybe like an airframe, but um, it was uh. It was definitely worth it. This thing takes like I'm I'm a terrible photographer, like I don't know absolutely anything about photography, but I just point and I shoot, and it's not a, you know this mirrorless you know Sony A six thousand. It's taking amazing shots. They look good. they look better than a phone pick. So. Yeah, yeah, and and the funny yeah. thing is, is uh, I was. <laughs> I was there, and you know, some guys like, "Oh, I have the same camera." So we started talking about the camera and stuff. And then, you know, I see Kyle Dahl, and he's carrying this little—I don't know—camera bag, man purse, whatever you want to call it. And you know, he pops out a camera. And I was like, "Oh, what kind of camera is that?" He's like, "Oh, it's a Sony A6000." I was like, "Oh, I got that camera too." It seems like a very popular camera that takes very good pictures. So it's kind of like the Henry rifle, man. It makes you a better shooter. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Website comments. What do we have there? From RC Flight Deck, we had a inquiry about the event from Charles and said, uh, a TFR has been issued for this weekend. Is there a, quote, president in town date? And uh, just wanted to say, Charles, we kind of went over that, how we're moving the event off the grid or off the presidential circle so uh, we can actually have it this weekend. Yep, and I am replying back to him right now. South Jersey Heli Group Airfield or Club Field, I say, yes. Or it's not really the Club Field because their Club Field is actually next to this airfield. Yeah. Now that you've got a good camera, Steve, we expect lots of pictures, videos. Yeah. So updates. I, I actually do have a couple of videos on my phone. Um, the the camera, you know, it's it's. It does 1080p video. I've, I have really haven't tried any of the video stuff. I, I primarily purchased it for the camera, mm-hmm. for the 24 megapixel. But, um, yeah, I'll probably try to take some videos. But I kind of like I, Yeah, you know, it's mainly going to be pictures and the videos I'm going to do on my phone because um, I edit on my phone normally with uh, iMovie. Mm-hmm. So it's just easier to have that content sure. already on my phone. Um, one Dude. thing I do like about this camera, though, I want to mention, and if anyone's interested in getting like a, a – you know, a consumer grade, but pretty good consumer grade um, 
mirrorless, you know, whatever camera, whatever this is, the A6000, <laughs> is that it, it supports uh, this app that, oh man, I, I, what was the name of the app? I, I, I know you want to say something, Kevin, but let me just uh, do this part here real quick. <laughs> no, I want to say you're unprepared. Yeah, I'm unprepared. So it's this app called Play Memories Mobile, and it's made by Sony. And the cool thing about this app is the reason I was able to upload all those HOD pictures, like pretty much at the event, is that I can I can wirelessly pull all the photos from the camera to my phone. Oh, that's and, that's cool. And and I was able to upload all of those, and so I have, have to all... find a laptop. Exactly. SD cards. Yes, exactly. That's sweet. Yeah. So then later on, I'll I'll do the photo dump for you know to save it and re- delete off the card. But yeah, it was great that instantly I was able to like grab the photos I wanted to and upload them to Facebook and you know and stuff. So and you said this is a Sony, what? A six thousand. So A as an Apple six. Yeah, it's it's their Alpha line. So that's okay, what they call it. Cool. A. Yeah, and I got it at Target. It was like five fifty with the the one lens it comes with, the sixteen millimeter to fifty five millimeter. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up buying the you know. 50 millimeter to 210 um, lens just so that I, I had just for I was able to take pictures of helicopters, mm-hmm. you know, when they're flying in the air to get close. <laughs> right. So sweet. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. So wait, so that's all we have for website comments. That was all I saw via freefallrc at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, People of Podbean, I'm so glad you brought it up. (laughs) We had two people comment. One was Mike Welch. He liked episode 131. Shannon from Only Fine Hellies, and so did Jared4454. So thanks, guys. That's it? That's it. Two things. One, two. Okay, so let's see here. I don't know how up-to-date this is, because Podbean is just being as stupid as Facebook these days. Listen... I can take a lot of Facebook crap, but I will not stand by and let you bust Podbean's chops. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know where I left off last week because they're saying all these comments are one day old, which is not true because I know Muzamil Bazi did not say one day ago that this was a very good episode learned about Lane's Planes. Yeah. Or BV. BVGHJ, Jericho Byrne, did not say one day ago, thanks for the shout-out, Steve. I never thought I'd be on a podcast. So I was all over the place. I told Jimmy, blah, 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 blah. That is from like... That's like three weeks old. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking this might be... I don't know, but this is a funny one. Jared4454 said, BK Servos, brown, just like poop. Smiling, <laughs> laughing face. That's uh, comment. That's quote from Kyle Stacy. Yeah, when he was like, uh, "So what color? It's gonna be like brown, just like poop." <laughs> so nice. So no, I don't think there's really any new comments. I think even that one was uh, from last week. So, okay. anyways, let's uh, move on to iTunes review. We have an iTunes review. No way. Yes. Wow. Came in via my podcast reviews. And the review is from SU Fun from Canada. And it's, uh, it's titled Finally a Show About Airplanes. And, uh, he says, love the show on Lane's Planes. I'm a heli guy at heart, but I enjoy other types of RC too. Keep up the good work. Four stars. 
Not five. Out of how many? Out of five. What? It's all right. He's Canadian. Maybe it's on that scale. I don't know. Oh. I appreciate a guy who's openly Canadian. It's five stars <laughs> if you, can, you do the conversion. Yes. Yeah. Because their stars aren't worth it. Metric as system, as- right? <laughs> <laughs> because their stars aren't worth You're so bad. <laughs> uh, you better never go to Canada. Oh, I love Canada. What are you talking about? Me and my wife go there like pretty much every year. <laughs> mm, geez. Because our money's worth more. <laughs> like our stars are. Oh, <laughs> sorry. All right. Enough of that. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, that's about it. Thanks, thanks, Andy, for taking the time to come on our show. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Good talking to you. Thanks again, for man. having me. Yeah, man. For sure. But, Steve, before you f- sign off, Andy said he's from Tennessee, right? Yes. Yes. Is there a Rocky Top, Tennessee? Yes. It's about an hour from here. Do the people there get telephone bills? Yes. Okay. Just what curious. is this all about? I didn't think you, Steve, would have any clue. <laughs> no. Good old Rocky Top. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. That's right. Is that lyrics or something from a song? Yeah. Oh, that's you know, why I don't know. I don't you know pay what attention the name to of any the song lyrics. Is? No, I don't pay attention. To, you play me a melody, I can probably tell you, but I don't know about. I don't know. I don't know words. I don't know lyrics. I don't. When I listen to music, I don't listen to the lyrics. If that makes any sense, it's just a melody and then the guitar parts and the drums. It's weird when I listen. That's why I can never remember lyrics for any song, like uh, any I guess song. I'm just cursed. Well, you would remember this one if you lived here. It's played at every party, every <laughs> wedding, every event. That's every awesome. Though. That song thing. is really good, though, man. I really like that. I'm not a huge fan of country or whatever that is. Blue it's grass, more bluegrass, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But that, that song's pretty awesome. I like that song. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there really is a rocky top. It's not too far from here. Nice. So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Have your friends like us. We're only at 788. Come on. We need to, we need to at least break 800, if not a thousand. So yes, invite mm-hmm. your friends to liking our page, please. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast.show. Dot show. Uh, say hi to Chris Freiber. Hi, Chris Freiber. Hi, Chris. <laughs> uh, flight test forums off the field, audio and video production. Other than flight test podcast, free for RC podcast sitting next to our friends, the FT community cast. Hey, Mike and Pat. RCHeliHangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, free for RC podcast sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Ed and the hardworking. <laughs> Walt. <laughs> Come on. We need another episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I miss those Eesh. guys. Yeah. Don't whole- make me come down there. Nice. Oh, uh, let's see. The uh, Full Pitch RC podcast. Javier and Jimmy Jones. Yep. And the Telerotor podcast. Yeah, with, um, with Fred Mike and Shaggy Mike and, and Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike and Mike and, and Rob. Yeah, yeah, Rob. Well, yeah. Or Shaggy. Mike, Mike, Rob, and Shaggy. No. Do you not know Shaggy's first name? <laughs> I know his first name. It's not it's Shaggy. Either, it's either Mike or Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's I know it's Mike. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thanks to all our listeners for <laughs> listening to a bunch of knuckleheads. <laughs> uh yep. free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye next guys. Time. Yeah, next time. 
Next time, we're going to be talking about the Free Forest the Halifax. Wait a minute. Oh. Did we just talk about that episode? I don't know, dude. How are you, Steve? Steve, unplug this microphone again. Hey, Steve. All right. It's the Steven. <laughs> it's the Steveless Kevin and Andy show. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. In the fashion of me not being prepared. Hold on one second. Uh, bean. Where's my pot bean app? the hell can't you see uh, when when like in in like 30 years when when steve's like 65 and he's like (laughs) where the hell that damn app go i can't find that damn app okay so (laughs) yes i probably won't be able to uh, probably have to also run the what is that Uh, the big fonts on my phone (laughs) yeah my wife had when she first got the Six plus, she had the big fonts, and we were busting like, her chops. We're like, you like see that from my, space? Yeah, my <laughs> parents, you can fit like two words on the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jitterbug <laughs> phone, it's ginormous. Yeah. No, the iPhone, but they crank the font up so big, you only get like three words per screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me pouring my Monster Zero. One of my favorite movies. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. Shit. Forgot my password. Come on. Oh, Caps Lock is on. Damn you, Caps Lock. Damn you! And I haven't even had a sip of Monster yet. Here it goes. So, Steve. Steve might give me a call. And then we might have a podcast. Possibly. But let me give you a little insight into one of the highlights of my weekend. Other than the fact that I saw my buddy, Devin, Rob's son, McToon. Everybody in the heli community knows McToon and knows little McMuffin there. Or whatever they call him, Sub McToon. We got to find a a cool like name for him. Saw him compete in the uh, auto rotation contest with the freaking big boys. Moscow Mule? How come that comes up when I put M-O-N in? Monster Zero. No, it wasn't Invasion of the Astro Monster. Don't give me that crap. It was Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Sons of bitches. Also known under the title Monster Zero. Godzilla and Rodan travel to Planet X to help out an alien race. To defeat the three-headed monster... Monster Zero that threatens their home. However, the inhabitants of Planet X may not be as honest and as helpless as they let on. Those bastards. I'm going to search Amazon real quick for this and then quote one of my favorite podcasts that has nothing to do with RC, how did this get made, when they read the 
Amazon five-star reviews. And I'm sure that for the movie Monster Zero, there is a five-star review. Well, let's see. Whoa! That was loud. Yo! Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Roger. And I uh, did a little search and investigation on my Skype, and they are not supporting Avair with the newest release at the moment, or any kind of recording third-party software. Except for Call Recorder. Except for Call Recorder? The only reason I'm saying that is because I'm using that and it's working. Are you sure? Yeah, it's recording. I could see it. How do you know? Because it says it's recording. Possibly the best G movie ever. G standing for Godzilla. Can you guess which movie I'm talking about? Godzilla? No. I don't know. Godzilla versus Monster Zero. One of my favorite movies. Cool. Uh, what's his name? Andy Ross. This Mr. takes me back Andy. to being a kid in the 60s. Keep in mind, this isn't Citizen Kane, but for your typical Japanese monster movie, it's pretty good. The sci-fi in it is fun to watch, and colorful models look pretty good, and the special effects are dated. Adds to its charm. Kids yeah, nowadays yeah. don't know what they missed, unfortunately. I grew up watching this late Saturday hey. night chiller. Five stars. Hey, Andy. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Good. 